0: The podcast on Haunted Hill will contain spoilers and swearing.
1: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I this, so Michael. Be one of us. I didn't tell you my name.
0: Hello and welcome to the podcast on haunted hill i am mr gav chucky still and i'm sitting here with my brother in arms my lover in arms we could say uh mr dan bone lover i know <laughs> it's true <laughs> so if you were here we could be in an actual embrace but unfortunately it's it's a interweb thing again isn't it
2: it is you were here recently though and we had an embrace then so that's fine how are you how are you
0: i'm all right um yeah i uh, can't complain actually yeah not too bad how are you not
2: not too bad can't complain myself
0: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um so this is our christmas day. oh no no this is our New years no no no, no this, this is, is my the birth- birthday oh, is it your on. birth
2: no hang on what a minute. episode is this is it still october is, I don't, it? is it november is it december <laughs> this is episode 43 oh, we've had oh a bit God. of a break this is our easter special which is about a, a few days late for easter as well but you know what fuck it um yeah we've been away haven't we we had a little five-month hiatus now what was going on Dan we life got in the way a bit didn't it it, it, it did Gav there were a few little things that popped in there F- things that are serious I and mean, we don't do serious very very well do we
0: no well we're quite we're quite happy go lucky type of people but unfortunately life really got in the way um so to get into it for myself I kind of I kind of get into a bit I had a bit of family problems and I actually ended up separating from my wife and moving out from my family home with my kids which was a little bit as you can imagine a bit of a blow and um, I was in no mood to be looking at films and reviewing them I couldn't have done it because at any point I'd be like oh my god where is me oh my god (laughs) and um, I had to move into a flat which I'm in at the moment um, uh, which is above
2: a funeral home it doesn't get much more depressing than that does it well no
0: it gives uh, perspective (laughs) of life doesn't it really it's dead people underneath it can't be that it's not that bad it's not as bad as the guys
2: living below you that's true
0: um but uh, i've had a massive u-turn of recently and things are changing and i will be moving out of this flat and moving back into my family home so you can read that as you will but things are different but i was a little bit down as you can imagine and um uh didn't didn't want to record but i did write an album um well, there we go. He channeled that uh, emotion. The thing is, though, once upon a time, um, a friend of mine asked me to write some music for a Heineken TV advert, and um, I, I didn't get the job because it was happy music of people sitting around a barbecue drinking Heineken, and I couldn't do it because I can't write happy music. But I've recently, I've been pretty low. At what I was, I'm uh, not so bad now. And um, I, the album I was writing, I actually wrote three happy songs, and it's like, how the hell, how, how did I make happy songs out of being so? feeling so shit
2: but, I don't know have you done that? I
0: don't know but you know um, yeah it's quite creative though you can see how people creative people do get if you're sort of pushed to a certain certain point in life and you know you're pushed down or whatever and you've, you're you trying to fight back or you're feeling low or whatever and you those creative juices really come to you and it's actually quite an incredible experience in a positive way of looking at
2: it you know well a lot of musicians and uh you know people uh, creative types do suffer from you know i'm not saying that you suffered from depression but they do have low points you know some of them quite famously so there is definitely something behind that isn't there
0: absolutely and i think you feel fight fight to get past it or it gives you that creative juices completely like if if you're a writer or poet or Whatever you are, sort of thing. Um, anyway, that's enough about me. What, what's going on with you? If you'd like to speak about it, it's entirely up to you.
2: Yeah, I'm comfortable talking about it now. Um, so, to cut a long story short, I real- I discovered I had a tumor in my throat. Um, this is something that I kind of suspected for the last few months of last year. It, it was giving me lots of different problem, health problems with my voice and being able to swallow and produce saliva, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And if we were going to podcast, you'd been like,
0: hello, don't, do
2: Yeah, I literally, I lost my voice on and off here and there. Um, it's still, it's just coming back now. But I had to undergo quite um, intrusive surgery only three weeks ago actually um where they actually cut into my throat and they've taken out my entire salivary gland my oh, submandible what? gland so you, you don't produce saliva anymore you have six salivary glands four very small ones in your mouth and no idea and you, and you have two big ones on each side and we're, uh, we're, out of your mouth we're not just a horror horror movie podcast are we we are a horror movie, I am a horror movie But we're not just a horror movie podcast, you've given us information I didn't know about salivary
0: glands and the six of them
2: yeah, well, I didn't, but I suppose you do when you when you find this out. So um, the reason they removed it, obviously, is because there's a chance, a very small chance, that it could be cancer. Um, I received a letter, actually, only in the last couple of days inviting me back for um, a meeting, but it's not for, like, another two months, so I'm guessing it's not cancer. I wish they'd put that in the letter, but <laughs> start, to start with, it's not cancer, but, I, you know, so I can't rule out anything. They, they will tell me everything, and there was a tiny chance that it, it could come back, um it's not through anything i ever did like, you know i have smoked on and off i haven't for years now crack. Uh, but it's it's but yeah it's the crack basically that was the problem crack habit um man. apparently it, like start, it started off the size of a grain of sand and it's probably about 15 years old maybe more really um, and it, takes and a long and it time, got bigger so and bigger it ended up about the size of a golf ball now obviously I have, or did have, and this is another sad story, I've lost my beard because they had to operate on my throat.
0: Now, now, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is the, you know, I said what I said, Dan's saying about tumours and all this stuff, but come on, this is the bad part. Dan's lost his beard.
2: I had to take off all my beard, a very small goatee on the chin. Um, Rest in peace, Dan's beard. Now, that's what another reason, a good thing about it, that beard was that you couldn't see it because when I actually took the whole beard off and went into hospital, for the operation it was quite it, it protruded quite a lot out the side of my throat so thank god that that beard was there it would it protected it really from anyone seeing it or anything like that um but yeah so uh that's pretty much where i've been um it's quite a big operation i've been off work for three weeks uh recovering i'm actually going back in in a few days um the first day back and all that i've been on a lot of medication which has been a a high point if you will um especially the morphine they were giving me in the hospital and it meant that i sat around watching an absolute shit ton of films you
0: did you watched uh, a lot of movies did, did you i text you to say keep count did you have you got a guess It like 25 i know
2: because because i um That's my guess. because i rate everything on on imdb because i'm a dick um 88 films in the last 21 days. I
0: don't think Dick. I think OCD.
2: Yeah, OCD. So 88 films in the last 21 days, not to mention... 88? Not to mention the entire series of... Star Wars Rebels Series 3 the entire latest series of It's Always sending in Philadelphia nice. um, one whole season of um, two whole seasons of Red Dwarf uh, one whole season of Dust Till Dawn, that was Season 2 and I, I was about to start Season 3 This probably this weekend okay. plus, a, plus a lot of other shit along the way uh, yeah, yeah so yeah. she has got to a fucking hundred <laughs> I know, that would have been pretty cool right? <laughs> wow um, and you but yeah, watch uh, some shit. I saw you'd watch some Steven Seagal movie where he's just yeah, really fat. He, I've watched a lot of Steven Seagal movies and I've watched a lot of um, Stone Cold Steve Austin movies. <laughs> um, I, do, I love those sort of movies, but um, yeah, Seagal needs to quit. But actually, the more he makes them, the funnier they get.
0: Exactly. I no, let him do it for the, like, for the crack of it.
2: Well, we got we were gonna probably gonna chat chat about because um, this is all through Netflix. We're gonna get onto that in a moment. Actually, you've got some opinions about some stuff recently yeah, on Netflix. Well,
0: you said you said because um, I ran over to your house recently and you kept feeding me rum, and you said that I started bringing up something which I, I kind of don't remember the conversation, but I do remember the topic because I've been thinking about it recently. So, yeah, I will bring that up
2: to summarise though um, I am well I'm on the mend good, um, good. thank you very much to everybody for your support obviously so, I haven't uh, shared it publicly um, and, I, and mine as well um,
0: I did yeah. actually chat to some of you listeners uh, privately through messages and um, you all supported me I really appreciate it. so it's a thumbs up from me and
2: a thumbs and, up and from a big big thumbs up and thank you and a big hug to everybody um, mm-hmm. a couple of you guys some of the the listeners who I work with uh, are aware of what I've been going through um yeah, it's been it's been an odd one really and worrying at times and i've never been never had a major operation either but there we go i'd highly recommend it just for the morphine alone um Brilliant. but there we go um you know fingers crossed uh, when i have that meeting in a few months time it'll be the thumbs up I might even let you all know how it goes (laughs) Um, but let's move away from these sad times we are back we're back to kick some fucking ass and chew some fucking
0: gum I've wanted to podcast so much and it's got to the point where I I was ready to podcast and I was like yeah okay dude I'm ready and you're like
2: I've got something to tell you
0: what's up <laughs> and I'm like oh for god's sake that's putting us back again isn't it
2: I know I know I couldn't really talk and yeah I, I was I, very down and depressed when you
0: came down with my birthday I had my 40th birthday in January which was a horror food party which was fucking amazing um, yeah, was so many present. people dressed up it was such good thing. my, my favourite got to say it, off the top of my head was um, Danny Glover from Predator 2 yeah that was good and it was a white dude as well but um, yeah. it was it was just funny yeah
2: there were some really, really good costumes there.
0: Really good. Um, and you brought me loads and loads of presents. And, yeah. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, it's such a good time.
2: And it was my birthday last week. Yep. Uh, and you got me a really cool um, Camp Crystal Lake Counselor t shirt, which Camp is right from sick from Camp yeah, Crystal Lake. That's that's the,
0: that's, the, that's the thing. If it's just Friday the 13th, it's like, yeah, whatever. It's Camp Counselor. Yeah. That's that's better. But
2: that, that means I'm going to end up smoking dope and shagging some girl and then getting killed by Jason. But, you know, what a way to go. Above really.
0: getting killed by Jason, that sounds okay.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be cool man.
0: Um okay, well, um yeah, well this is a Netflix thing we're gonna talk about. Um basically I was just um I was just I was going through Netflix every day. What, why was it? There was a reason I, I think I wanted to watch a horror movie or someone came around, or something or other. So I started going through them and going checking out their search for horror movies. And it's like, Oh god, and it's got to the point where it's like there's a lot of independent movies on here which that's good for the independent film community but not if it's just a load of shit and a lot of yeah. them did look like a quite a lot of shit and they might not be there's some there's some independent movies on there which are very good I, I watched that one uh, what was it with the, oh for fuck's sake the one where they all go to... The Invitation. Have you seen Invitations? Uh, yeah, that one's all right. That's a, that's a, I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. And then there's that other one with the blind
2: girl. The we, oh, the, we, the oh, deaf the, girl. Oh, oh, God. Uh, oh, do you mean... Um, In the woods. Uh it begins with a P, doesn't it? Uh, but the guy in the mask
0: is still <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah and that, okay. that was pretty everyone would know this who's listened to this anyway and that, that was pretty good but there's a lot of shit on it and it's kind of got to the point like this is not cool oh, I'm, if it wasn't for my kids i don't know that i probably wouldn't give it up because it's quite cheap to have it all the content you get but it's almost like come on netflix sort it out a little bit i've had this problem with amazon prime as well a lot of independent, and I'm a bit shit as well
2: and I'm still with um, Love Film and you get the same thing which is great because you get a lot of obscure older ones on, on yeah. the Film yeah um, I can hands down hand on heart tell you now because I've had three weeks off and I've just told you how many films I've watched I've seen every film every horror film that is on Netflix that is made in the 2000s I made a point of getting through and... every and there was probably about 10 on there that were I gave more than a five out of 10 to a lot of them were like ones and twos there was some absolute tosh on there and unfortunately i'm got ocd as you mentioned and once i press play i will watch it till the end and and some of them within five minutes there was a couple within there was one film within within about 10 minutes i'd kind of mentally given up um and i started playing on a a game on my phone which i never do uh i think it was called like raising joshua or something like that and it was fucking terrible and you could tell straight away i said this to you um last week when you at my house just because a film's got a great poster doesn't mean it's but you see that poster and you think oh brilliant that's that's pretty professional
0: that's always been the same way it's from the 80s video shops you see a a good picture you pick it up you rent it
2: now talking of 80s you had a theory didn't you that this is kind of following in the footsteps of the market being flooded with um oh
0: absolutely is we're 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 at that stage again now when video shops first came around and home video players came about um when you didn't have to go to cinema you could rent a movie yourself and everyone come around your house and you watch it which would have been what 84 ish and this is that we're in that stage now but digital just to throw it all on netflix and you can just watch it touch the button but it's just like that's not
2: cool and it's so easy to make a film these days because you've got a phone i got a camera in your pocket at all times yeah. you know what i mean um and and if you want to buy an actual video camera you don't really have to spend an awful lot you know um to get a fairly decent one um uh, and yeah just,
0: because everyone could do that in the 80s they were and people were picking them up and they, there was a market for them. They were just flooding out and they didn't. People wouldn't care of the quality like the producers, the directors, they wouldn't really care. It's just no, just get it out, get it out. It doesn't matter. Get it out. We we'll just do a good picture and a good front front cover, whatever. So we're having that again now. What happened with the eighties? How did that? How did that demise like the popularity? I don't know because it went into DVD as a format
2: well piracy was a big piracy, thing and then, yeah. you, then you had like the video nasty thing so lots of stuff because it was the first time anything like that had ever happened well
0: with video nasties then piracy would eventually weed it out the video shops and like everyone just didn't bother but we've already got piracy before the net, Netflix come came along so I'm wondering where it's going to go Um, It's interesting, but there needs to be a filter that really does.
2: It is only horror, the horror genre that this happens to as well.
0: No, you say that, but I bet you go on there and if you would look at dramas uh, or comedies or romantic movies, I bet there's a load of independent of those which are pretty shit as well.
2: Well, actually, looping back into what I was saying about Seagal, um, he is still banging out about three films a year, and they are absolute tosh. Yeah. Um, he's not even in eh, most of the scenes. It's a double for most of the scenes where you don't see his face. So he's obviously shooting through a four back-to-back, you know.
0: But there must be a country which is p- possibly... For, uh, uh, non-English speaking which uh, fucking love these things like, oh Steve Scott oh, brilliant brilliant yeah, he's, and they
2: picking them up huge in Europe lots, lots of Eastern European countries absolutely yeah, love it yeah, um, oh, yeah. I, don't
0: I, don't, I don't know where it's going to go but it, there needs to be something that happens
2: well I mean what I've learned here is from now on because life's too short for me to watch absolutely everything um, so what I'm going to do moving forward is unless I've been recommended it or it's it definitely. Oh, it's is got
0: a good rating an, or on IMDb
2: exactly. or something. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I'm going to go
0: for. I do pretty much if I look at IMDb and it's like seven out of ten, quite often or whatever rating it is, quite often I watch the movie. I'll go back and go, yep, I agree with that, and I can very pretty much trust it. But um, that's another thing. Netflix have changed their rating system, haven't they? It's thumbs up and well, thumbs They, thumb they
2: have for me. I mean, mine's still the same, one out of oh, five, really? whatever it is. Yeah. Have you got US or UK? uk oh yeah me too weird mine's still the same um maybe i haven't maybe That's i need to b- update something i don't know so but i don't have that
0: thing now then it just says oh this this has been recommended to you 87 percent recommended to you it sort of says for me some, with some movies not all of them it's like okay but some of the stuff it recommends me it's like i wouldn't like that why are you recommending that to me so it's i don't know where they're getting all this from but I, I presume it's because people have been rating shit pretty low and they don't want people to see that or something, which goes back to get some good fucking content then.
2: Yeah. You know. Um, I'm thinking of getting rid of Love Film, but I do love the fact that I still get a physical copy sent to yeah, me. That's what um, I did,
0: like because then you get the making ofs.
2: Yeah, and I get all that stuff on there. and I So I, I will keep it going. So Alice pays for Netflix and I pay for Love Film. Mm. And actually what I've come to realise is... Again, this ties in with what we just discussed. Aside from the odd little... Like the Neon Demon, for example, which just popped up on, on Netflix, and Poltergeist 2 and 3... Oh, it's Neon Demon aside... just popped up on Netflix? Yeah, last week. So I watched it the other day. Um, oh, cool. So, I've seen it. so aside from the odd gem, Netflix is mainly very good for TV shows um, and Love Film is is very good if you want to track down some of those more obscure or even older classic films Um, and obviously they'll get everything new as it comes out apart from the odd studio that still doesn't want their stuff put on, on Love Film. I think Disney or Pixar might be one of those studios there's a couple of them that don't like love film for some reason but you'll get pretty much any film you want from love film and any most tv shows pop up sometimes only for a, a few months sometimes they've been on there for ages uh, you know fresh prince to bed has come out on on netflix a few months ago that's brilliant um to be able to sit and watch all of that you know and it's, it's just a great way really i've got it on all my devices now
0: yeah, no, it is cool. It's it's, uh, I'm not dissing it. It's great you've got a, a touch of your hand at any moment, anywhere yeah, you are, yeah, if you've got yeah. a smartphone. And, and you any... can even
2: download on Netflix now, can't you?
0: Yeah, you can. So it takes fucking ages, then. Yeah, so have a, well, lot, oh, a not, lot of space on your phone. It's not really worth it, though. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get off this. What's, what are we talking about on this episode, please?
2: Well, fucking happy fucking Easter. Happy Easter. I'm extremely... <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound extremely excited. Oh, I'm exactly
0: excited to...
2: Are you ecstatic? Yeah. The yoke's on you. Yeah. Anyway, as you may have guessed, it's a slightly belated uh, Easter special. So two years ago, we started this by <sighs> Alien 1. And critters one because they are both come from eggs. Yeah. Um. We kept it going last year with the absolutely fucking fantastic aliens and the not so fantastic critters too. You okay. didn't like that too much, did you? Right, I need to discuss this. Okay. This is Dan's choice, and
0: we're coming back for a great like. After a five month hiatus to do this, so I was like, Oh, the Easter special. Only reason being the movies we're covering this evening, and we are covering this evening, as you can guess from what Dan just said Aliens Free and Critters Free. Yes. Now, last year, I, I, I don't like okay, straight away, guys. I'm sorry if you have a love for the Critters movies, I don't, I never really have done. And last year, straight away, I went, OK, now here's our review for Shitters too, like that. And I just, and we got a review on iTunes for the podcast. And someone just said, well, if you don't like the movie, why are you bothered for podcasting it? And I wanted to scream at the review and say,
2: because fucking Dan wants me to. I don't want to review it. <laughs> but, Gavin, OCD, we said we'd do this every year. So you know, happy Easter.
0: You're putting me into the vortex of Dan Bones OCD mind now. You know what that means next year's going to be, don't you? Yes, I know. And next year, you're going to review it and you're going to watch the movies and you're going to come to me and give me a case of why they're good movies or something because I don't think I'm going to bother bloody doing it.
2: And then you know what happens the year after that? We're going to have to do Alien versus Predator. No, no, no. <laughs> and then Alien vs. Predator 2, no, and then Prometheus, no, and then not, Alien no. Covenant. <laughs> Look, because we, we're
0: going to run out of Critters movies, what we've got Critters for? yeah? Yeah,
2: but I've got a couple of Easter movies lined up to replace the Critters movies, so don't you worry about that. But
0: I don't... I don't uh... Okay, <laughs> I don't know about Alien vs Predator. I'm quite happy to go to Prometheus. I like.
2: Yeah, it. I'm I'm happy to have a look at Prometheus.
0: Let's do Prometheus because at that point we've got the new Alien movie coming out this
2: year. So I'm saying we've got Alien Covenant so as well. Let's do
0: Prometheus, then go into Alien Covenant. Yes. Although
2: Alien Covenant just looks like someone's rebooting Alien. It to does. I watched the trailer. I was a
0: bit like, well, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't excite me in any way.
2: Yeah.
0: Which is kind of weird, and it should. But what
2: what are you thinking about the Mummy trailer?
0: um again it's okay but it just looks
2: just looks like a tom cruise film i mean they've got dr jackal in the trailer they've got a, a vampire skull in a jar and apparently they're going to link in all the movie the monster movies like marvel do uh, for over for over the next like five years they've got like wolfman coming out creature from the black lagoon you know uh, whatever else but
0: uh, I the the know. trailer, though, I like the bit when it starts off of. It looks okay on the airplane from the get go, like Tom Cruise sitting there. But then it just goes into this like girl in streets of London and just looks. You know, it's going to be CGI everywhere, and yeah. it's, it doesn't excite me in the slightest. And it makes you think, why bother to reboot this
2: to begin with? The Mummy, like, why don't I mean, you start oh. with something else? It'd be good to have a good mummy film because I did. Although I did really enjoy the one that came out, God knows how long ago now. Bloody, probably old longer than I thought. You know, the one that came out. Yeah, Steve, Stephen, whatever his face is. Um, I enjoyed that one, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know, I don't know. Well, um, have you seen
0: any good movies?
2: Yeah, um, well, I have actually. Um, did you want to talk about that now? I'm happy to do it.
0: Let's do it now. Um, then we get then we get the show on the road
2: Um, so this is uh, we asked for if anybody had any questions and one of them was from Dean Martin just asked us we're we're also going to give some shout outs at the end and answer any questions anybody else has put up at the end but just one one quick one that ties into our intro Dean's just asked have we seen any good new horror Um, I have and Gav you have as well Um, in fact you've seen one that I haven't seen and I've seen some that you haven't seen so what have you seen I'm just eating some chocolate because it's Easter special so you talk Oh well Gav will tell us what he's seen in a moment. But I recently the one I was probably most impressed with was True Horror was Girl with All the Gifts. Um, really, really enjoyed that film. Uh, it's a real good cross between Twenty Eight Days Later. I was about to say that? Children of Men, which I absolutely love Children of Men I've, as well. I've got a DVD, I've still not seen that yet. Apparently Such it's got a very a good opening, opening, one shot opening. Like it's a got, got two, so. t- about two or three long takes in the film, here and there. Um, very well done. Almost like, how did they do that? To the point where you need to watch the making of after, you'll love it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a great movie, and it's a very bleak film. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently it's very similar to a video game, uh, The Last of Us, I think it's called, which I haven't played, um, where it's like a plant-based zombie virus, which is actually a real virus. It makes ants um have you heard about this virus that these plants can put their virus into an ant and make the ant carry their spores somewhere else and then they then they grow out of the ant's head. Um so it's like a real virus and they just Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's called it's called the zombie real life that zombie plant or zombie ant virus or something. I don't know. You need to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that could have been our world of the strange. Um but yeah uh, it's pretty fucking weird uh, but the film itself is great you've got like Glenn Close Lidl must have promoted it because they've got a shitload of Lidl product placement in it which is you're weird you're joking Lidl yeah because yeah, yeah, it's all set in the UK um, lit- so,
0: for you uh, non-UK um, uh, listeners uh, Lidl's kind of like the cheapy European supermarket yeah it's
2: like a German we've got Aldi and Lidl two German giant supermarkets that came over here about 10 years ago and they're absolutely brilliant Hmm. Um, but yeah, they're all the way through it as well. Great film, and if you haven't seen it, you really, really need to see that. Uh, I know a lot of people have, and it's probably the best horror I've seen. Probably, whew, dare I say, in the last twelve months? I okay, say. okay. Yeah.
0: Um, um, I watched. Um, I've I've seen lots of things. I watched lots of stuff in our five month hiatus, but new stuff. The only thing I can really pop into my head. Um, I went to the cinema to
2: watch Get Out. Yeah, I I really want to see this. Is it any good? Yeah, well, it's quite amusing because um, do you know of Jordan Peel? I really love Key Peel. I love their sketch shows. Okay. They're doing the new Police Academy movie. Yeah. Uh, they, I think they're absolutely brilliant. Well,
0: they did that movie Keanu, which was, it was all right. Yeah, um, I
2: haven't seen that yet.
0: It was okay. Um, Keanu Reeves does the voice of a dog, funny enough. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. It's called Keanu. Um, yeah, uh, not dog, cat, sorry. Um, yeah, Get Out was really good. Um, Jordan Peel. Basically, he's just done a straight horror movie. He took all the sort of films that he what he liked, or he looked at the Shining's and your um, um, Rosemary's Baby and stuff like that. And he just took all those elements of all his favourite movies just to make the movie that he wanted to make. He wasn't going out of trying to make a, a movie which is going to tap into the markets, but it's made a lot of money. It's done really well. It's I think it was like ninety nine percent or something. Rotten Tomatoes. It's like eight point two on IMDb. It's yeah, um, and there's, a, I think there's a potential for a part two, um, but it's a really, really? Good, it's it's kind of just a good film. It's not, it's it's um a backwards kind of, it's almost a folk horror movie, but it's more set in a house. If it's in more of like the woodland or something, it'd be a bit more of a folk horror movie. But
2: it's cool. It's a good flick. I I really quite enjoyed it actually. Um, yeah. Well, I did from the trailer. I I see what you mean because I haven't seen it, but I do get that. Because um, it's like one black guy and a whole bunch of like white, from what I can see from the trailer, racist guys, yeah. and he feels like he's like obviously the fish out of water, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I do get that wicker man. You know, everybody else is in on it and that, he's not kind of like from it.
0: That's that's it essentially. Um, yeah, I don't want to like speak about very, it too much because it, oh yeah, yeah. Of if you're into horror, you should definitely watch it. It's quite funny. When, when the movie, I went by myself and when the movie ended, I was wearing my blue Run D M C jumper. All <clears throat> oh, right. when the movie ended the lights came up and I was just sitting there and this this guy and this woman w- walked past in front of me and this woman just looked at me and went <laughs> just looked at me and laughed oh, what the fuck are you looking at and then the guy went <laughs> and they just walked past me because I sort of sit there and watch the credits go up because I was by myself in the cinema being a, being a loner and um, I looked down and I didn't know it's because I was wearing a blue jumper that the popcorn I was eating was covering my whole jumper <laughs> The whole thing was covered with crumbs of popcorn, and I looked oh, like dear. I looked like some sort
2: of weirdo. Um, <laughs> were your trousers out this time?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I uh,
2: didn't have my knob out this time, so thank God for that. That like,
0: was okay. well. That was a bad. That was a bad cinema experience. Well, that was part of the reason I didn't
2: enjoy Ghostbusters 2016. Was because you were wanking all the way through it. To be honest, well, uh, well I had to do something to take <laughs> away the interest <laughs> of how bored it was. Well, let's it, not go down that
0: route. When anymore. I sort of said to you, Dan, I'm just going to wank off because I'm just so bored of this. Okay, just. Let's, no, let's, not,
2: no, no. let's not go down that route. So you recommend Get Out. Um, I definitely recommend Get Out. I Go With All The Gifts. I also saw the other night I watched, it's not straight, strictly horror, but really was in a way, it's King Kong Skull Island. I really wanted to see it and I've, I haven't i have had the opportunity because I've been very yeah, busy. Go to the cinema and watch it. I probably it, won't get chance because it probably won't bloody stay for much longer, it's will it? such a fun film. Okay. Um, it's everything that, that Peter Jackson King Kong movie should have been Um, yeah his was a bit disappointed wasn't it real real disappointment this one was much more fantasy it's just like you know you've got two or three groups split up on the island and they all encounter these different animals you don't know what you're going to get next do you know what it felt like it felt like watching those movies on a Sunday afternoon Sinbad Clash of the Titans um, you know uh, The Land That Time Forgot or whatever it's called not that one that's a cartoon Uh, I wanted to take
0: Jazz to go see it um, but the only showing was like
2: 10 o'clock at night or something i was like i can't get to watch I, I don't know if she she might be all right with it um but there are some very scary scenes in it um, really the, okay yeah, it's done really well and it's obviously got some great actors in it as well um which which you know and it's just shot really really great i can't remember what the guy did who who filmed who directed it now um i can't remember what, what even what his name is to be honest with you but um it's quite odd that he went straight to, to Skull Island, but that one I would really recommend. The other one I wanted to mention really is I watched Independence Day Resurgence, by the way, and it was better than people say. The director's was, Jordan Voight Roberts. What has he done? He has done. There was one thing that he's done that I'd seen.
0: He's got. He he looks like uh He looks like. Have you seen a picture of him?
2: Uh, I did look at him he the other like day. He looks like Teen Wolf. Oh
0: dear. Look at his own D picture. He's got a beard and hair, she's so all completely joined, he's wearing sunglasses.
2: Well, I mean that's a fucking great look,
0: to be honest. Um He uh, He's done T V stuff.
2: I'm sure there was something he did. Hang on, let me tell you what it was. Um mm, no, T V stuff. He's rumoured
0: to be doing Metal Gear Solid movie.
2: Oh really? Yeah, T uh, V stuff. God, he really does look like Timor fucking out. you? Oh yeah, you're right. There's fuck all he's done that I've seen. How oh, well. did he
0: get the gig for that then?
2: That's what I mean. But um, how yeah, how did he the, get the gig for that? Because it's some heavy players in it, isn't there? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, who's probably one of the hardest working men in Hollywood. John Goodman, John C. Riley, you know some. John C. Riley really steals the show quite a Tom lot in that. Hiddleston. Yeah, he's great I as well. Him. Um, Independence Day Resurgence, very briefly. Yeah, I'm kind of excited
0: for it. And I don't... Um, People have been dissing it, but I want that kind of uh, leave your uh, brain. No, no, no.
2: It's really good fun to see Jeff Goldblum, data from... uh, you know um star trek next generation can't remember his real name now he's in it again even though he kind of died in the first one there is a reason he's back um you know when bill pullman oh bill pullman is great i love bill pullman as well um but anyway i won't talk about that too much because that's not really horror the only other one i do want to touch on which apparently is a horror movie um and that was neon demon uh, which we talked about is on now on netflix uk for anyone who wants to watch that if you haven't seen it i know our friend andy clark is a huge fan of it he's probably seen it two or three times he just told me the other day that he's bought the Blu-ray. Um, it is definitely one to watch on Blu-ray. It's phenomenally shot. The colors are great. Beautiful film. Um, probably won't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but I don't think it's supposed to. It's very, very David Lynch, um, and I'm gonna have to w- watch it again because okay. it's just very, very out there. Very. A lot of people are saying they didn't like it. Um, I don't know I mean I liked it but I want to see it again to fully understand or explore some of the scenes but I think you take from it what you want really Um, it did remind me of a film I watched the other week though which is on Netflix called Starry Eyes about um, a girl who tries to become I think she tries to become a model and there's a very weird uh, underbelly in the modelling industry and this is kind of quite similar in, in some ways obviously it's a lot more budget on this one has it got a synthwave soundtrack?
0: It has, of course. See, this is this is a uh, this is a uh, linking into uh, the music later, we'll okay? Mm-hmm. Later, well, basically my album. I'm just going to pimp it. So those are the good horror movies I've watched. One other thing I have watched. Have you seen John Wick two? Ah, no. I really want to see it. Though. What? What? I know. Why haven't you gone to see John Wick two? You love your action movies. Get to I the do. cinema and watch it in the cinema. That's oh, probably It's probably gone now. Gav, I did
2: watch a very good action movie the other day. No, hang on. Don't get away from John Wick two. He, Keanu Reeves is fucking amazing in oh, it. You've, he's the perfect you've, role. You've not even seen Neon Demon and you've done a little link there because Keanu Reeves, and I didn't know this, is in Neon Demon. Oh, yeah. Um, but he kills, I think it's 154 people.
0: John too With his ears. With his ears. Because he's How's Ted that, Theodore what, what, Logan. Oh, what are you doing? You're ruining all of it. Ted
2: what Ted what does action film Logan. did you see then? Uh, really, really recommend this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. If you like your action and you like your Fast and Furious type movies, Triple X3, The Return of Xander Cage. I kid you not, and this isn't a spoiler. I've not seen the some, others. I kid you not, right? Because this this isn't a spoiler because it's in one of the, one or two of the trailers. Ice Cube, when he turns up at the end, Woo! I tell you, you got Donnie Yen, Tony Jaa, Vin Diesel, uh, Ice Cube and a few other badass mothers. Oh, it's great absolutely ridiculous film the most ridiculous part was vin diesel and in a good way was vin diesel's chasing a guy through the jungle on and they're both on like motorbikes or off-road dirt bikes and they jump up a ramp press a button you remember that you remember mask Mask crusaders fighting overtime fighting crime their bikes their bikes transform into jet skis both of them both their bikes transform into jet skis with a push of a button, and they land on the water, and then they basically chase each other through a tsunami wave. I'm not. I'm not listening to any more.
0: Let's get off this. This is a horror movie podcast. Let's
2: take a break and come back for some critters.
0: <sighs> right, we'll be back in a minute with critters <laughs> two. Oh no, critters three. Oh god. All right, Six. be back in a minute, guys. An Evil Dead TV show? No way. Negan is coming to the Walking Dead. That's awesome.
2: Don't you guys think a werewolf series is long overdue?
0: Oh, hello there. Are you looking for coverage of horror on the small screen that you can't find on any other podcast? Then welcome to Evil Episodes Podcast, where we take an in-depth look at horror around the dial, covering everything from today's hits like The Walking Dead, American Horror Story, and The Strain.
1: As well as looking back into the TV horror vault to
0: discuss anthologies like Tales from the Crypt, Monsters, Masters of Horror. Yeah, but do any of those shows have werewolves in them?
2: What movies will become a TV series next?
0: Just how many more
1: seasons will every CW show get?
0: Why well, won't they put some damn werewolves on
1: the TV? Tune in to Evil Episodes podcast for all your horror on television needs and more. I need werewolves. Hey, did I mention how Lovecraftian all this actually is? After their first visit, call the army. They're here. Who? Oh. Them? You thought they would destroy. But they return. And they're getting bigger. After the second encounter, Ah! you thought the fuzzy devils were dead. But you were wrong. You're not as smart as you think you are. The critters are back. Ah! Ah! They've just rolled into the big city. Oh, safe at home. In search of new neighbors they're aliens aliens in the base you have to believe them they're big they're huge they're balls. and they're never late for dinner We don't have a gun up here or anything like that how about a meat cleaver what is eating him Critters Three. You are what they eat. Open
2: wide. And we're back. So it's been a while. We're a bit rusty. Maybe not. But uh, here we go with our first review for our extra special Easter special. And that is <laughs> hey, excellent, Smithers. <laughs> and that is Critters Three from 1991. The tiny, furble aliens that will eat anything or anyone set their sights on an L.A. apartment tower. So this is kind of like Die Hard, but with the critters, in a way.
0: I you were expecting me to say
2: something, though? No, not at all. Uh, directed by Christine Peterson, um, who directed the classic Kickboxer 5. was oh, so, oh, that was my little trivia for you to say this. She went on to make <laughs> Kickboxer 5. Fucking great film, not. Um, yeah. And it was shot back to back with part four as well. Um, so, also, Gav, what is the other very special big thing about this film?
0: Well, this this stars a seventeen-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio in his first film role because he was doing TV before this. And to be honest, his acting is good. Um, his acting's better than pretty much Sorry. most people in it.
2: Are you saying he was seventeen in this? Yeah. I thought he was about twelve in this. No, 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 cool. His acting was fucking great. Well, maybe, there.
0: maybe, maybe fifteen and a half. You could say for the time that they shot it, came out possibly.
2: Um, it's funny that he's now won an Oscar. Well, he, well, he,
0: he stands out in this. Like his acting's actually pretty decent. He's, a, he's, he has a natural acting ability. I was. I was Sitting there going, okay, if I didn't know it's Leonardo DiCaprio and he went on to be that person, if I knew nothing more and I was just watching this movie, I'd still be like, that dude's got. That dude's quite natural. He's quite a good actor.
2: Yeah, he's really good. Especially here, the intro, the first sort of 20 minutes where, where he's, or less maybe, where he, we meet him um, for the first time. He's very good. He yeah, kind he's, of he's naturally needs the other actors. He, no, no, he's not. It he, he comes into a little bit more later on in the apartment yeah. complex, but no. Um, he. There's a there's quite a few times though where he gets that little frown, that little wrinkle in his between his uh, eyebrows, and you see like the revenant or um, you know Django or any of the, the films he's been in recently. Yeah. He he has now turned into um, my favorite actor of all time, and what I who I believe is one of the best actors of our generation. Um, <coughs> I think he's great. Uh, whether or not you agree with that, I don't know.
0: Um, I know. I think he's very good. I, know, I there's this point when. He's um he's a couple years older than myself, but there's a point when I was sort of younger, I'm 18, eighteen, nineteen, and loads of girls be like, oh, do you know the would Be like, oh, fuck him, and he's like got the, Titanic, of, years. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Titanic years, yeah, the Titanic years, yeah. School diaries, all this stuff. So yeah. I never used to watch any of those films, and I've still not seen them. I've still never seen Titanic. I'd re-
2: recommend the Basketball
0: Diaries. Okay, um, Thanks. but um, I um, I, uh, I don't know what movie it was, but it was a film of his where I got Shutter into- Island. Yeah, could well have been, actually. I saw that in cinema, and I was Fucking kind of like, cool. oh, this guy's actually okay. And I started to kind of drop that whole, like, I don't like him, he's good looking, and girls like him. <laughs> 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 I'm not jealous. I'm not I'm jealous. I'm not jealous. <laughs> I can
2: pull. <sighs> he, um, he is working a lot with Martin Scorsese over the last few years, almost like he did, like Scorsese did with De Niro. Uh,
0: I um, watched a short film last night called The Audition, which uh, was shot, I think, maybe last year. Two years, 16 minutes, Scorsese, Scorsese, he stars in it, directed it, and it stars also uh, Robert De Niro, Brad Pitt, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. Uh, it, it's it's all right. It's okay. It's not too bad. And uh, De Niro and uh, DiCaprio, oh, my God, lots of Ds in this, um, are both <laughs> up for the same role, and basically go to this place, and Scorsese's like, uh, yeah, you're kind of both going for the same role. And they're like, oh, okay. And
2: it's just it's kind of got. Do easy. they play themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. I need to watch that. It's called The Audition, is it? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's like 16 minutes. Not Audition as in the Japanese movie that we reviewed no, with... No. Which or was the a great movie, which Japanese. I really enjoyed watching that film Yeah, it. That, that lovely romantic comedy. Well, look, we need to talk about Critters. Let's stop avoiding this. So we we start off with a new line I'm logo. Not, I'm not trying to avoid it. <laughs> we start off with the new line logo, which isn't the new line logo that we know and love, is it, really? It's what, like... House
0: that d- Freddie built.
2: Yeah, it's not that anymore. It's like a different one, because this is 1991, and things have changed. Um, We also get a rip-off of the Beetlejuice theme, I feel. The music's very sort of, dun 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 -dun, that sort of um, Tim Burton style. I Um, didn't
0: really pay attention to the music. Apart from one point, there was some really, really bad music that came up. I don't know what... It's in my notes, I'll get to it, but it was just like, man, this is awful. But yeah, okay, carry on.
2: Okay, so we start off with um, a family um, who are driving along in their their camper van. Uh, This family consists of a a little boy called Johnny. um, Which I
0: thought was Leonardo first. Is that that him? Is that him? (laughs) that it's not
2: him. And his sister, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, but um, I probably should know that actually. It doesn't matter, Dan. Just get on with it. Uh, Annie is her name and and their dad. And it... You know, we have. they have a flat tyre and they pull over to the side of the road. And when they have this conversation, we realise that their mum passed away two years ago. Um, so they're all kind of coping with it. And he's probably going to go off and work for a railway company. I didn't really get who's going to look after the kids while he's fucked off doing his job. But all the way through it, they're like, Dad, you have to leave. Do you have to go. And he's like, well, yeah. So he's going to leave his kids. Uh, I don't know who's going to look after them. Someone, obviously. I don't think he cares. Uh, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to get away from them. But anyway, they they pull over uh, and they they sort of at like the flat tire. Well, they're sort of at like the flat tire. Little Johnny's frisbee sort of fucks off into the down a ditch and into some woods and this is where we meet a young oscar winner leonardo dicaprio aka josh uh initially he turns up it's a quite a funny moment where he turns up and he's chatting to little johnny and the girl comes over and she goes get away from him you pervert <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> i did think that it's like hang on he's quite young himself but yeah, I, su- like, I, su- I suppose that he could be a pervert i suppose
2: well uh, but it's, it's pretty good that she's a. Uh, Looking out for her little brother, I suppose. You know, even in nineteen ninety one before Peter Files existed. She's looking out for her, her little brother. Um, so Leo's like, look, we need to go down and Peter <laughs> That was the tongue in cheek, Jake. Um, tongue in your cheek. Um, so Files. what? Dear, oh dear. Go so what oh, we're back, have we got to make we've got coming back with a bang. Oh dear, oh dear. So they climb down into this ditch into these woods it's not very clear um what they're doing but they go down to get this frisbee and we hear some little noises don't we so it's all very coincidental little sort of scuffling noises and what we know are going to be the critters um and this really weird moment where leo's like oh there's your there's your frisbee i'll just grab that and what happens do you remember what happens no a man explodes out of the ground no, no, here we go
0: um The weird guy from the other films flies out of the ground that's that's my notes
2: yeah charlie who saved the day in critters 2 went off to become an intergalactic bounty hunter like you do like you fucking do he is living in a hole in the ground by the looks of it and he explodes no we don't know how he just kind of
0: fries out and he's sort of in a laying down position (laughs) what the fuck was that all about
2: but, like, why would you do that to some kids who are clearly like, oh, they're just getting the frisbee? Why would you be like, I, I, I don't understand any of that. Yeah, there's no point of it at all. Um, we then see quite a big money saver where they spend about five minutes re- sh- re-showing you scenes from Critters 1 and 2.
0: I, I remembered vague parts of the recap.
2: So they just do a recap and he's like, oh, this is what happened. Um is it Grover's Bend? Is the name of the town? And I went off into space, blah 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 blah, um, save the world from these critters. And I'm a, I was a bounty hunter, and they're just like, yeah, whatever, dude. You're obviously off your rocker. Uh, while this is going on, we get a POV of a little creature, which again we know is a critter running around, or the Krites, as they like to be called by their official name, running around, and and by coincidence, say. Lay a, little, a few eggs underneath um, the, the family's camper van, don't Bit they?
0: Of a Cape Fear stowaway, isn't it?
2: It really is. It really is. This movie could be compared to uh, such greats as Cape Fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. With it's a kitboxer, the- with a kitboxer five director uh, hel- <laughs> helming this bad boy then you know of course uh, and with an oscar winner in in you know in, in the cast you know anything can happen so, so we don't know
0: they get to this apartment complex don't they
2: they get they get there they they do arrive very um, very demons too it's hilarious because they got no brakes no <laughs> so they, they they arrive by smashing into their neighbor's truck who's trying to move out um, and he's like, sorry
0: about that. And he's like, <laughs> he's oh. like Sorry, he yeah, he's smashed like, all
2: your shit that you own is on this truck. And you've just
0: smashed it all, prick. Now, I was very, very excited, not that excited, fairly excited, especially for watching this movie because I didn't want to watch it. That, um, Frances Bay popped up. Now, who is Frances Bay? You would know her, and everyone else would know her, as
2: Happy Gilmore's mum. She is indeed. And also, not, another not, good role. Not she, mum, though. She's his, um, his, um, his oh yes of course because she'd be told
0: and another good role which is um i've always liked is uh, in the mouth of madness when she's I, in the I town and she's got her husband naked chained up to the uh, floor as she uh, lets um jiggy into the hotel
2: she's looks really young in this doesn't she it's like she she's suddenly aged in I about the late 90s or something i don't think she looks young in this I didn't, she doesn't look like she does in Happy Gilmore, which wasn't many years after this. She
0: doesn't look young. The last thing she did before she passed, bless her, was uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Which I watched
2: season one again recently, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm going to get cracking on those soon. Ready you for have the seen news. them before, yeah? Oh, I have indeed, I have indeed. And I will be watching them again They're soon. Don't, I
0: don't know if I'm going to rock season two, though, because um, it's quite a lot more, and it kind of goes off on... I hate James and his motorbike and his bullshit Point, i really like
2: probably. i really like season two um we we'll need to watch it again maybe but yes she she is in this she is in this so she is um her and her husband very an old couple and the husband is kind of like obsessed with aliens uh, this old dude very obsessed with aliens and he knows all about the rumors that what happened in grover's bend which is where this intergalactic bounty hunter charlie who jumps up holes in the ground he's from so that keeps tying into it again, and it all comes later on comes to fruition when he helps them figure out what the fuck's going on. Yep. By the way, we forgot to mention that not only does a weirdo jump out of the ground to some children, he also gives one of them a present, which is a little crystal. Um, and he says, whenever the crites are near, this will glow green.
0: What, what, what movie's that where they have that? Uh, when everything, yeah. whenever it's near, it glows. Our audience, uh, our listeners are going to be shouting.
2: I'm going to kick myself. Hang on,
0: fuck. You know it, don't you?
2: I do know. It. It's on the tip of my tongue. What is it?
0: I don't remember. As soon as it happens, it glows. You're like, oh, and it's quite a good movie. Oh god, we should. Oh, I can't. It. A I can't movie remember movie what it
2: podcast. is. Yeah, but we've had four weeks, four months off. Do you know what I mean? Five. Five months off. I don't even, I can't count anymore. I've drank lots of booze since five months.
0: Oh, me too. My brain cells have probably gone. Well, the
2: doctor wouldn't give me any medication. So I was just self medicating with booze, to be honest. Fair so, enough. yeah. But um, anyway, <laughs> true story. Um, <laughs> Bringing it back. So, yes, he's got this crystal. I'm going to look up that fact. You keep it. Carry on going. Yeah, you, you, you tell me about that. So, yes, we know that if, if this crystal glows green, then we know that the critters are near. But anyway, we're back at, we're at this, um, this apartment block, and we find out that one by one, all of the tenants are getting kicked out of the apartment, and there's a sleazy uh, maintenance guy called Frank, and what he's doing is he's refusing to fix stuff, he's pretending the lifts are out of order, he's got some pet rats that he releases into people's apartments until they move out, and he's doing this because... His boss, the landlord, who Lord we... of the Rings. Oh, of course. <laughs> that that small, small, small budget um, little production from New Zealand's that came Orcs, out. Isn't it? For fuck's it is not it sake. Well, obviously Peter Jackson's stolen the idea from from this, you know, Oscar Oscar-led cast film. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, whenever the uh, the orcs are near, then what's the what's it called? The uh... Don't ask me more things. I found No, the that sword. Out. It's called um. Does the the green light ne- sword? The orky sword. Yeah, he's got a orky oh, he's, sword. He's got an orky sword. It's the stinger or something. It's called, isn't it? It's not called the stinger. It's called the sting or something like that. Stabby, <sighs> stabby, and, and Gollum's like oh stabby, stabby, stabby. Why no? St- stay off the drugs, children. Okay. Anyway, so Frank, going back to the, the, the Critters movie, <laughs> Frank has Sting. It's called Sting, I'm pretty sure. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to look this up now. Carry on. Okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, Frank is working for the landlord, who we find out, coincidentally, the landlord of this apartment is Leonardo DiCaprio's stepdad, and he's horrible, and he wants all these tenants out. Um, not really sure what he's going to do with the building once they're all out of there. Probably just sell it or I don't know what. Um, so, yeah, everyone who lives there, there's not many of them left. And it's kind of got off a bit of a batteries not included vibe here because there's a bit of a rundown building with not many people living there anymore. And they're all moving out and there's creatures inhabiting it. So, you've got that kind of sort of 80s, 90s creature feature vibe going on there. Um, yes, Sting. Sting, there we go. Let's see. As in Sting and the police. Every breath you take. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, that's the reason.
2: That's the reason why, as we all know, Sting was named, he gets his nickname from the Lord of the Rings sword.
0: Waxing! <laughs> critters! So you don't have to put out the green light. Orcas, you don't have to put out the
1: green light.
2: <laughs> oh, precious. So, Frank, the way that the reason that the critters tie into Frank is that Frank's pet rats, who he sends off into people's... Um, now, apart- I'm, now I'm thinking we should just be covering 48 hours,
0: because I'm picturing Eddie Murphy in the prison van, singing Roxanne with his headphones on at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so Frank goes over to his little rats, and he's like, oh, I'm not worried that their eyes are glowing red, so I'm going to say, you know, what are you doing here, you little bastard? Turns out it's not a fucking rat, it's a giant critter. Um... Bites into him, starts attacking him. He stabs it with a screwdriver. There's blood and slime that's everywhere. That's the
0: first time we see sort of blood, and that's a good half an hour into the movie.
2: It is because we've only seen sort of POV up until this point, um, which you know does work. But we want to see these creatures, you know. So we've taken a while to get to this. They've got a lot of teeth, haven't they? And they're all very sharp.
0: I, I, there's, every time the critters do appear in this, it's because they are very much a B grade fucking. Uh, Gremlins always have been these movies, but
2: like, quite obviously a hand puppet a lot of the time, aren't they? But when they turn up, there's no
0: tension. There's no, it's not shot in any way that's supposed to be like that. It's just like a creature feature. It's just like you know they're coming up. Here, oh, here they are. There's nothing to make me feel like. But the, uh, one thing I did like in this kill scene was the. Um, uh, his blood's on the floor. Then all of a sudden, when he stabs them, the green blood. And I like the comparison of blood on the floor. Yeah,
2: they've got green blood. I've That's got to the only that, thing I so. like, but
0: there's no tension in this whatsoever. There's nothing. There's, there's, there's scores, nothing. It's just literally like...
2: yeah. It's a also, I have made some notes here that relate to Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, do you know what I could be discussing here?
0: They're round and they fly,
2: fly along the floor. Yeah, they, they do a Sonic the Hedgehog move oh. where they spin Spot. on the ground for a while. <laughs> And then they've blast off like Sonic does. Oh, yes, they do. Now, I have tried to find out which came first, because in Sonic 1, which came out about 91, 92, I believe, he doesn't do that move, but it's in Sonic 2 that you can press down and hold Hold the the button, button and he spins and spins and spins, and you let it go. So I think Sonic Sonic. 2 might have been influenced by Critters 3.
0: (laughs) What do you think? Um... What, what? Which one you're saying is
2: inspired by who? Sonic Two is inspired by Critters Three.
0: What? Like you're saying Peter
2: Jackson was inspired
0: by it as well. Yes. I think you're holding this movie up, Wade. And what, like
2: I'm what I'm saying is, be. this is directed by the Kit Five director. You can thank <laughs> you, you can thank Jean Claude Van Damme for Lord of the Rings Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what I'm saying.
0: You just got you.
2: This is not seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. No, it's Seven Degrees of Jean-Claude Van Damme, my oh friend. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> now, anyway. Um, yes, you're right. The critters, unfortunately, don't hold any. They're not scary in any way. They're more comical. Um, they bite. They fire their spines, so they spike people with them, which we later find out i have got poison in yeah, them. They answer the phone later, which is very gremlins. They do answer the phone. They, are, they make noises like gremlins. Um... The crystals glow in. Johnny knows that they're in the building. Um, an old, a, a big fat lady goes into the basement with her bunny slippers on. This is quite a funny scene. And she goes down there and she sees, like, laundry everywhere covered in slime. The thing is,
0: um, I was watching this and I kind of didn't mind the people in the movie, in the complex. I was kind of on board with it. When the critters turned up, I was you know, a bit like... I don't really care about the critters. I'd rather just see these people wandering around you Just want to see these... this. I didn't just care want to... about these.
2: Yeah. So you just want to see Fat Lady doing her laundry with her bunny slippers on? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Well, her bunny slippers get attacked by the critters, don't they? For some reason, they really don't like those bunny slippers. Um, they fire their little spikes at them. She pours bleach on one of them um, by mistake. And this is very Gremlins or Gremlins 2. For the rest of that movie, that particular critter now has like half white half black fur um very very gremlins they're obviously getting a lot of influence from from that um Annie comes along beats them up with a mop we get weird scene which goes on far too long where one of the the critters grabs onto the mop with its teeth and she smashes it against the wall we get like a pov of what it's like to be on a mop being smashed into a wall five or six times it's Really unnecessary. It's probably to the necessary.
0: most inventive camera shot in the, in the film.
2: Did you like that one? Did you? I can't remember. So the premise here for Leo, for, for Josh or Leo DiCaprio, is that his dad wants to teach him how to be a landlord or, as I've written here in brackets, Bit of a dick. Or, or a dick. Yeah. That's what I've got here. Um, Cause he is a horrible, horrible dick. Um, Rosie and Annie, they tell their dad about the aliens who've got big teeth. And he obviously doesn't believe them because it's an eighties or a nineties movie. The parents never believe the kids in any of these scenarios. This all started with E.T. Kids never, you know, they can never convince the adult that that there's an alien or a monster or a creature. But they'll find out in the end. Don't you worry about that. (laughs) Terrible scene with the bowling balls where they they bowl the, uh, the trash can down the stairs. And we get that strike sort of noise of the bowling and all the critters go everywhere. My note
0: now says told my cat to fuck off.
2: Oh, a cat or your wife cat
0: the um, um the cat the cat yeah I don't know what she was doing but I
2: told her to fuck off and that's what my note says brilliant uh, we're kind of losing our train here but let's try and bring this back essentially what we get is the all the adults believe the children they all go up of course into the attic
0: oh quickly when the larger lady you, you like to say fat I'm going to say larger lady she all goes right, down then. to the basement because there's a guy down there that does all the washing and um, the clothes washing because he, he picks up a bra like early on and goes i love my job because he likes to see women's underwear oh. um, she she picks up um before she gets attacked she picks up um uh, a bra and it's got loads of green goo
2: in it hasn't it she does she think that that's semen because i that's thought that's my it, note
0: it, yeah. it does, it's my note says does she think it's spunk
2: but what blokes has she, she goes, been with? Where it's green? She
0: says, "Pervert." Like, yeah. I
2: know, but who does green come? What, syphilis is it? Is
0: it or gone, and also, gone rare, isn't it?
2: she's quite happy to pick it up, and then put it down, and then eat a donut, and then put a donut down, and then pick it back up,
0: and just leave it there. Like,
2: like that, that's a sexual thing. That's bad.
0: I thought you could say it's like a sexual thing. Like people get off on it. Like,
2: what critter blood? Green spunk. Oh dear. Well the children's dad, Annie and Johnny's dad gets a spine a couple of spikes shoved in him by the the critters. He's not very well. The old man is like they contain venom, we'll take them out. Leonardo DiCaprio's dad goes into a room that we think's got three people in it watching TV. However, what we think are three heads are actually three critters watching TV. I thought it
0: was actual people. Yeah, it like, was a good like, little oh, trick. actually. me.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but DiCaprio, there's a pretty fucking harsh line here where he just goes, he looks at his dad and he says, I hate you and I wish you were dead. And he locks him in the room.
0: That's not that it- harsh. My kids say it to me fairly often.
2: What? Yeah. Wow, Okay. Okay, so apparently a very common thing. I hate you, and I wish you were dead. Um, Did you ever Capri- say that to your parents? I hope not. I mean, maybe. Oh, I
0: remember saying that to my uh, my mum. Wish you were dead. Would run upstairs.
2: Oh, isn't that a harsh thing to say, man? You can remind the kids of that when, they're, when you're older, and they'll be like, "Oh God, I'm horrible."
0: No. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, possibly.
2: Um, he then the Capri then locks his dad in the room, uh, and his dad gets eaten uh, by the critters because that's what they do they eat you basically so while well, this, this now that they all the everybody goes up to the attic and they're all trying to find a way out of the attic and it all gets a little bit tedious now because it we spend a lot of time with them crawling around in this attic space
0: i think i started to phase out at this point there's
2: a really long and i've got here low point of the film is about a five-minute kitchen scene where all the critters that we've got are all in the kitchen and they're all eating baked beans and whatever else food they can find. And then they all start having a farting competition. And it's just very, very sort of... I don't know who this was aimed at, really. Um, At this point, it was very... I don't know. Even stoners have got a slightly higher, sophisticated. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know. That 1991. If I was drunk or stoned at an American drive-through, I might have laughed a bit. If I was 14, but. I don't know who this was aimed at, but um, yeah, that's definitely a low point. Um, they then catch the base. They then catch everything on fire because that's obviously what they're going to do because they're critters. They're just like gremlins. So some of the team who are in the attic will still go for the elevator shaft. One of the women climbs outside. She climbs down and gets. Caught in a wire where she's hanging upside down, and again a hugely tedious scene where she's swinging backwards and forwards trying to get to the phone booth. Do you remember this bit? That was quite amusing, wasn't it? It went on for so long.
0: It, it, after a while, there's loads of action sequence. We cut, and we cut back, and she's still doing it. It's like, oh my god, she's still there.
2: I suppose it is funny when you look at it like that. Yeah, it's like cutting away, and it's a very just a scene of her going,
0: "Come on!" Yeah, it's just an editing. i almost there. there.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I suppose actually it made me realise that that wasn't such a bad scene. No. Um. DiCaprio gets some spines in his neck as well. Um, Granny comes along, you know, the woman from uh, Happy Gilmore, and she slices one of the critters up with a, uh, a cleaver, which is pretty decent. Um, they all get up on the roof. Um, the crystal turns green, um, so that means there's still one alive. They think they've killed them all, but there's are still one alive. There's orcs nearby. Yep, the orcs are on, They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. and um, who, Someone fires at Johnny. Oh yeah, one of the one of the critters—it flies itself at Johnny, the little kid. That's but the Char- Sonic
0: the Hedgehog it tries to knock the kid off the roof, doesn't it?
2: But luckily, Charlie just comes out of nowhere and fucking jumps in the way. Well, he um, just dived out from the floor again, didn't he? Really? Because he's obviously got springs in his feet, like Inspector Gadget. Um, Charlie uh, is hanging. He's not dead, unfortunately. He's um, hanging. Yeah, he's he's like, hanging off the building, isn't oh, he? Okay, like,
0: <sighs> okay. No, it doesn't have a long penis.
2: I've got a note here that says Leonardo DiCaprio is wearing an awesome orange and pink striped T-shirt, <laughs> which is very, very 1991, Okay, um, which is great. And also, at this point, you know, because they've gone through some trauma, the dad of the family, the main family, turns around and says, look, guys, I've decided I'm going to stay. I'm not going to fuck off and work on the railways. Um, the, the The daughter, is it the daughter? No, it's the wife of Leonardo Capro's stepdad. So Leo's real mum realises that her dead, now dead husband who owns the building was an absolute twat. She's like, well, I'm going to have to give you loads of cool compensation, really. And we're going to get the building. I'll put you up in a hotel for two or three weeks. And we're going to completely redo the building in only two or three weeks, which is great. I don't know how they're going to do it in only a couple of weeks. But they're going to completely rebuild the building in two or three weeks. Everyone's going to live happily ever after. However... As I mentioned at the beginning, this was shot back-to-back with number four, so we know that this isn't the end. So, during the credits, we get Charlie hunting around a basement.
0: Oh, this credit sequence was so frustrating, though. And,
2: and he, yeah, because it pauses for like, a good, like, minute credit, time. Why don't you
0: just have this, and then just have a black credit sequence? It's ridiculous.
2: And then he gets a message from space to say, don't touch the eggs, we're coming. And then the spaceship... Arise, but it crashes into the building and then we'll leave that until next Easter. Yay, can't wait. Now I feel like I just rambled at you with a drunken dream that I had, but that <laughs> that is a film. Um it's a real shame. As a kid I really did love the Critters movies. Um, but I realized as an adult now it was only really the first one that was any good. Um they really, really tried to milk um what they had here um you know um as is was the case in the 80s and even the early 90s like this film you know once you get a horror and i use that term loosely here franchise you get what you can out of it and what i'm gonna do now is very quickly talk about um uh, you know what what we mentioned earlier which is how many of these little creature movies there were in the eighties and early nineties? It
0: was quite a popular thing, wasn't
2: it? It was, and, and I think with critters, the first one was great. And they tried to cash in on you know, it's all all of these came out at the same time. The, the obvious one is Gremlins. We that is a great christmas horror movie we all know that is fantastic gremlins 2 i still absolutely love gremlins 2 it's got christopher lee in it and i saw it twice that summer it came out i think it was 1989 because that summer i saw batman and gremlins 2 twice in the cinema both twice each Um, it's a great year to be a kid um there are a lot of other ones though one of the most famous ones is probably ghoulies yep you've seen that haven't you
0: yeah i I always used to quite like ghoulies free go to college
2: <laughs> yeah, because there's four of them all together, isn't there?
0: I only remember part three. I remember was... the beginning one, which was a bit more of a straight edged movie, a bit more of a darker tone. Then they just went a bit ridiculous.
2: Yeah, Ghoulis was good. Then there was ghoulies 2, then ghoulies 3, something other, right and then 4, Back to College or something like that. I don't like, know. But... Three's out of college.
0: Or back to college.
2: And what was 4 then? I don't know what 4 was. I
0: don't
2: know. ghoulies in Space or something. Um. I've got a list here, uh, just very briefly. There was also, I mean, in some ways, Basket Case could be counted as a creature feature. It had a small creature living in a basket. I don't really count it as a creature feature, like some would. Um, I definitely would count, obviously, The Critters. Um, Another one I would say in this vein is The Gate, which I think is a phenomenal movie. Um, And I think we should probably cover that at some point. absolutely love The Gate. You like The Gate, don't you, Gav? Um, I haven't seen it for a long, 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 long time. Here we go, Dan's mum. So I went over my mum's about a month or so ago. This must have been on a channel because she told me she was watching a film that had that bad guy in it, that good-looking bad guy from Blade was in it as a child. And uh, he had a lot of little pink little gremlin creatures living in his house. And I said to her, did they come out of a hole in the back garden? She said, yeah. I went, was it the gate? She said, oh, it was, that was it. I said, brilliant. Thanks, mum. She loved it. Um, you also got um, the a film called Munchies. Which I remember the poster for, but I've never seen the film Munchies. No,
0: I've not
2: seen it. Um, How can we forget Elves? That terrible, terrible Christmas movie. I've not seen it. It's really bad, but in a a good way. Beasties, 1989. Okay. And Hobgoblins as well, which again is a really, really so bad that it's a hilarious film.
0: You're not selling these movies to me, I've got to
2: say. Okay. Um, one I'm just going to mention very briefly.
0: In the 80s, though, you could have sold these movies with just the title. Be like, yeah, let's watch it. Let's
2: uh, the end of the one I will mention, Little Creatures, um, and th- he reminds me of something off The Labyrinth, actually, is um, a tr- uh, anthology film called Cat's Eye, which I'm sure you've seen. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
2: And you've got the fun. one episode with a little troll that Or goblin that tries to steal the little girl's breath while she's asleep
0: yes
2: that's a really one that stands out for me as well so in the 80s and very early 90s these little creature features were a big big boom kind of like zombies are now i suppose or vampires were a while ago you know what i mean um we go through these little phases zombies are all the rage at the moment aren't they
0: well well, you say zombies are rage. zombies have been the rage for the past few years i don't think they are so much
2: now they've died out i
0: don't know what we're going for now because found footage was as well Um,
2: But, but but with zombies i mean we've got walking dead we've got i zombie we've got fear the walking dead uh the returned we've got glitch a lot of tv shows alone Dealing with zombies. Yeah,
0: I have. I have kind of been watching that. Um, one Girl with, with, Girl with all the gifts.
2: Yeah, that one as well. Girl with all the gifts. That
0: really silly name, Santa Clarita Diet. Sa- Santa Clarita Diet. Girl with all the gifts as well. What an title for a TV show. I've heard it's good though. I haven't started watching it yet. Uh, watched about four or five episodes. It's all right. It's nothing amazing. It's all right. It's getting. It's getting to the point where each episode's kind of the same as the last. It's a bit like.
2: Yeah, okay you you can tell unfortunately though especially by this movie that we're getting to the end of that run of creature creature features effects audiences were expecting more the effects couldn't live up to it um yeah i've seen better effects this film wasn't very good with effects Critters 3 i i'm going to rate this i'm going to give this a thumbs down unfortunately oh
0: Good. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, thumbs down. Yeah, as um, you can tell from my input into this uh, review.
2: If you're a completist, by all means, check it out. You can easily pick up the box sets. But if you want to watch a Critters movie, really, just watch Critters one. Um, it's kind of like the Matrix movies. Just pretend there was only the first one. Yeah, Don't worry about the other ones. I saw
0: the first Matrix movie once, and I've never seen the others.
2: Oh well, you're a, you're a very lucky man then. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, I might revisit them one day, but probably not. The Matrix 1 still stands up very, very good. I love Keanu Reeves. He's so good. He doesn't even look his age, does he? Is he? Have you
0: watched John Wick 2 then?
2: Have you seen um, all the uh, conspiracy theories that he is like a vampire, Keanu Reeves? Because like, he just doesn't age. And there's loads and of, loads of, of pictures from over the last thousand like, years, like right. paintings and photographs. Yeah of men that look exactly like keanu reeves just turning up randomly it's pretty weird you should check it out sometime well
0: he was on nerdist podcast not long ago and um they did actually say to him about it and he's like well i don't really do anything different I, I just must have some good genes or something i have no idea
2: well he's hawaiian chinese uh, he's like he's got three or four um different backgrounds so he's of mixed heritage and he's He's obviously Hawaiian, so we know that from his name. He's got some Chinese as well. So maybe if you mix them all together in the right way, all those jeans, you end up looking like he does when he's. And he's 52, and he looks pretty good.
0: And, and watch him John Wick 2, it's the perfect role. It's pretty much like a point of view computer game. It's amazing.
2: It is good. He's very wooden, but I love him. <coughs> yeah,
0: but, but this role is uh, perfect for him.
2: I know Kung Fu.
0: Anyway, that was Chris 3. Oh. That was Chris 3.
2: Uh, Yay. Chris 3. <laughs> What can we say? Watch Gremlins 2 instead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, okay. Right, let's get out of here. Right, what do you want to do? Do you want to go straight into the next film or do you want to have a little fun segment before? Let's have a little fun segment. Let's do something fun
2: because fun. Critics free wasn't fun
0: and the audience are like, oh God, we've waited five months for you fuckers to come back and talk this.
2: Yeah. But you doesn't care. It's got DiCaprio in it. Do you, that's, a, that's a plus side. Do you want to do World of Strange? uh yeah all right let's do that yay
0: all right i'm gonna get a beer for that everybody get a beer we're gonna do we'll do world of strange we'll be back again soon soon looking for something different in
1: your podcast library then why not check out the podcast under the stairs i'm the host duncan mcleish and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic old school horror favorites as well as some modern classics That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, the Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms to see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The podcast Under the Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under the Stairs, signing off. Hi, welcome back to World of the Strange. Of the strange.
0: And we're back for World of the Strange. Done?
2: Strange, so strange. Thank you.
0: We're a bit out of practice, aren't we?
2: It's so
0: strange, the world. Then uh, see, if you don't know of this podcast, it's your first time. Generally, our reviews are a little bit more upbeat than the last one we just did. <clears throat> um, and we also do a thing called World of Strange. Um, I've still got to edit our last video one as well, where we both got scared and heard horses and stinking um, and crying. It's still in the graveyard, me out. which I, I haven't watched since because I think it freaked me out too much.
2: That's on Halloween
0: it was on Halloween World of Strange is where we look at something which has happened in the world it might not be actually legit, we don't know um, anybody can write anything on the old interweb, but Dan likes to throw something at me and I'll generally kind of come across as a sceptic and kind of put across my feelings about it and try and bring some clarity and some sensibility to the story
2: as we say, you're always usually the scully and I'm usually the moulder. I'd, I'd agree with that. You're a hot ginger chick, and I'm uh, a cross-dresser from Twin Peaks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this episode's World of the Strange relates into... I'm quite excited. It relates to something that I've gone through recently. It relates to things found within the body. Oh! Oh! Locally sexual things, is it? Mm, there is one that's possibly sexual yeah I mean you, you can judge for yourself so I've got six things here six real-life medical cases um, they're not in any order as I always say but I just Gav doesn't know what any of these are and uh, I'm just gonna go for it Gav you right? you ready I'm ready you got your beer yep okay here we go so a 62-year-old man walked into a general hospital in France and said he had severe abdominal pains and rectal blockage. Yeah. So the doctors uh, gave him an X-ray, mm-hmm. and they found a five-and-a-half-kilogram mass in his stomach, which is about the size of a bowling ball. Now, this mass was so large that it sunk his stomach down in between his hips. Oh. Like a boulder and a hammock, <laughs> they operated immediately, and they discovered that it was actually four thousand dollars worth of coins. What?
0: <laughs> I okay, look, I I right now have some money under my mattress. It's a mm. bit old school. Don't eat it. I, I I I I've got a Mickey Mouse money box. I can see
2: now. I'm looking at
0: I. Never thought of eating it to keep it safe.
2: So the doctor said afterwards that the man had a strange condition where he swallow he likes to swallow things, particularly metal things, particularly coins. So they removed all of the coins from him, uh, and apparently he's been doing it for about ten years until he went into the doctor's that into the hospital that day and said, "Look, uh, guys, I've got four grand in my belly." He, <laughs> what's the train of thought to this? Well, he just there is a condition that people have where they like to swallow different things, um, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. They just mean they like they just like to swallow things, you know. Um, there's like world record holders, isn't there? Like most pennies swallowed and shit like that. Um, and this guy wasn't even doing it for the world record. He was just doing it because he wanted to eat money.
0: Did he not get concerned when he didn't poop it out?
2: What I like about this is this is only the first one. <laughs> you got another five to go. So there we go. That's your first one. You happy with that one? Yeah. That's a start. All right, we're going to fly over to uh, India now. New Delhi. Uh,
0: what have I been up to?
2: So this guy comes into the... No, like uh... a snake. No, no, no. Similar. So this guy... This guy goes into hospital and he says I've got very very bad abdominal and chest pains I, I'm struggling to breathe I've lost a lot of weight and when I cough I get blood in my you know when I cough there's also a boil on my chest and this boil has got air coming out of it so you know that they x-rayed him they found a dark large patch on his left lung and they thought this is tubular slosis sorry tuberculosis. and they started him on a treatment um they kept him on this treatment for a couple of years he wasn't getting any better though so this is doctors two years didn't pick up on it what happened was uh he had a car crash uh let me see when the car crash was about five years before, he'd had a car crash, and the belt he was wearing around his waist mm-hmm. the car crash was so severe. The belt and a little bit of the, t- the shirt he's wearing had gone into a hole in his stomach that they then sewn up. Just thinking, Oh, he's got a hole in his stomach, sew the it up, belt. he's fine. No, 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 his trousers belt
0: his trousers belt went yep.
2: into his stomach how, how, yep. how what it broke off it it, it must have done the, in in this car crash right so, so he's cut his stomach wide open in this car crash and his belt must have broke gone up in his stomach with a bit of his shirt they sewed it in five years later it's worked its way up into his lung okay so they had to remove it okay the-
0: how did it work its way up to the lung like, uh
2: and this is
0: this is a lot better than i thought it could be when you said there's air coming out of something i was like oh god something burrowed itself into that. <laughs> and it's no, breathing
2: no, no it's, it's, yeah, he just uh he's alive to tell the tale and he's fine um but yeah i don't know what the the uh the medical treatments like over in india but if they didn't notice a belt in his stomach and they
0: be, it could have been quite a mess though but you'd think you'd notice a bit of a shirt and a belt
2: well the fact they kept him on the tubular tuberculosis i can't even say it treatment <laughs> for two years without bothering to x-ray him tubular then, then they're like, tubular bells michael field <laughs> is it michael field yeah yeah right in on to the next one Okay, that wasn't.
0: That, I thought that was going to be a lot worse and a lot more like. And it wasn't. So I feel okay.
2: Okay, hit me. Seventy-seven-year-old lady in China. China.
0: She's, she's definitely had, put something in her.
2: She's had headaches her whole life. Terrible headaches. Terrible, terrible headaches. Doctors uh, gave her an X-ray. Bear in mind, she's seventy-seven. Turns out, sixty-four years ago, in nineteen forty-three, when she was thirteen. She'd been delivering food to her dad on the front lines in World War Two and somebody shot a gun. The bullet went through someone's arm and lodged in her brain. Oh, really? And her mother used herbal medicine to heal the wound, Uh, you know, green tea, etc. She's fine. It all healed up and uh, 64 years later, the doctors were like, well, yeah, you've got a bullet in your head. That's to give you a headache. And it's uh, got rust on it, which is what's giving you the headache.
0: Oh, not not just the bullet.
2: Not just the bullet, but rust on it as well. So they took it out, and she was fine. Okay. Pretty crazy? That's
0: Yeah, I bet she's has got... it kind of like that episode of The Simpsons where they take a crayon out of Homer's brain, and he's really intelligent all of a sudden.
2: <laughs> maybe. Maybe she completely changed. Okay. Okay, we've got yeah, another one there. That's not too
0: bad. I'm, I was, I've been expecting really creepy gross stuff but that's not too bad
2: so we got another one here guy working in a ski resort in uh, in America he's working away doing his you know he's an odd jobs man and he got blurred vision and a toothache um, he took aspirin
0: so it's in his brain then so,
2: yeah so he took aspirin put ice on his head he went to the dentist and they found out that he'd accidentally fired a four inch nail up his nose and into his brain
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well he didn't think of letting anyone know this beforehand
2: so he was using a nail gun and one of the shots backfired and shot up through his up through his sorry through his, na- his mouth <laughs> up the roof of his mouth and into his brain just behind his nostril and it just barely missed his right eye so it took him six days before he went to the hospital <laughs> he was he didn't tell anyone about the nail gun. He just thought, "Well, I'll take some aspirin." I'm you sure. He felt a bit embarrassed. I was going, "Well, sir, we don't know what it is because you've taken aspirin. You say you've used ice on it. I mean, what else could this be? Um, so this is this probably a good time to mention that I was using a nail gun at the time?"
0: There, there was this one for incident with the nail gun. It went. Oh, I pressed it, and I was turning. I had it round the wrong way, and
2: uh, it went into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the nail was removed after four hours of surgery. Okay. He's all right now.
0: There we go. It, but he's not all right. He's got to hold down the embarrassment of uh,
2: shooting a nail into his brain. Very true. Number not, one? Not great, though, is it? That's not number one, though. No, no, no. I think we might have uh, another one here, which, as I said to you, I think might be quite a sexual one. Let me just find quite that. Sexy. Not, not sexy. <laughs> sexual.
0: Okay.
2: Um, hang on, well, it might be
0: sexy if someone... Your voice might... Some people
2: might find your voice sexy. Well, I think it was probably sexy to the guy that did it. Let me just find it. Sorry about this, uh, all you listeners out there. Here we go. So, a guy goes into the doctor's surgery. Similar to our friend with the money. He's out, He's got pain in his stomach. Rectal pain as well. And he's not able to pass any poop it's been going on for a few days he says mm-hmm. he then says look I've got to admit to you so he's off the bat you know within a few hours he's not like the nail guy he doesn't wait, doesn't wait a week he's like look I've got to be honest with you me and my boyfriend were fooling around and we poured some concrete into my asshole <laughs> what
0: did he think was going to happen why can't, you, why can't you pour milk literally
2: shitting a brick <laughs>
0: literally why why, why do you think that that's
2: going to end out well so they removed the concrete which was a perfect cast of his inside butthole um, but also they found that within it was a ping pong ball within the concrete <laughs> so they put a ping pong ball in first oh, did you go from ping pong ball to concrete oh the ping pong ball felt great fill me full of concrete what go else have we got it. around here we got there's, some fucking wet concrete there's, there's
0: going there's on here there's some concrete here and I've got some water I can mix it up for you if you want yeah alright hang on let me get my tools out okay cool let me just get my ovals on I'm picturing up. okay we're I'm, ready
2: I'm picturing a man led on his back knees behind his ears in front of one of those big cement trucks with a little chute just sort of to his bottom you know, yeah so <laughs> how did they get it out of his arse operated on it yeah but how I don't know, Gav. They just operated Why and took it you out. How did open someone's bottom to take out concrete? Maybe was only in hospital for one night. Fucking hell. They must have put a lot of lube up there and just popped it out.
0: They're not going to pop out a shape of someone's bottom out of their arsehole.
2: I mean, the picture's online here. you know. Pictures? Picture of the concrete. Oh, I don't want to see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that was the one that I said might be, might be sexy to some people. The last one relates to, to me, um, and that's something called a teratoma. Have you heard of a teratoma?
0: No.
2: Mm. Just finished my beer. <clears throat> Excuse me. So a teratoma is a tumour that can quite often contain hair, teeth, and bones, and sometimes more. <clears throat> okay. Now, a lot of people think they're a legend, but they're not. Um, I was told by my doctor um, that there was a small chance there would be hair or calcium on my ping pong ball sized tumour, which I don't know yet. I haven't heard back yet. I fucking hope not. It's like an evil twin. Um, but oh, I've, got hear, yeah, exactly. well, I've got to hear. Yeah, exactly. I've got to hear a few weird incidences of, of that said teratoma. Okay. So there was a baby born in America um, who had a tumour in its brain. Um, it was only three days old they rushed it into surgery and they found that the tumor contained a fully formed foot what? and another partial foot and the beginnings of a hand
0: and this was on what?
2: in a baby's brain in a baby's skull
0: wow that's that's incredible
2: so you've heard about this whole you have your dead twin inside you thing yeah? hmm so this is what this is. Give me basically. a recap on that. So you can be born with uh, you like there's some phenomenon where you get a growth and some people carry it around for like 20 years and then they have like this tumor removed and it turns out to be like another baby that, that would have been a twin or something along those lines in the womb, but okay. it just, that, that you just merged with it in the womb. Uh, there's another story here of an infant born in Korea who had two separate growths. One of the growths had an eye, um, a throat, couple of internal organs and a tiny tiny undeveloped brain on it the other growth they removed from the baby had very very small bones um, a tiny <clears throat> un- beginnings of a vertebrae okay. some intestines
1: Okay.
2: Um, it's pretty weird. Um, pretty weird you get adults with it as well you get a, there's a 25 year old Japanese woman uh, who had a, a lump on her ovary and they removed the lump and it had a head and a fully formed eye and a couple of internal organs on it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to... I think... <laughs> I'm freaking myself out here. I think that's actually it to be honest with you with regards to the examples on here. But you should definitely check it out.
0: You're freaking yourself out? What, you, you think you've got your little brother with you?
2: No, they're just... Yeah, my little brother was living in my throat. Mm. well it was weird when the doctor said to me there's a chance he was really excited there's a chance it could have hair on it or even some calcium (laughs) I was like yeah that's fucking great mate do you mind
0: if I take it home
2: I was thinking a basket case or fucking something from a John Carpenter film like the thing yeah um there we go weird shit that you can find in the body
0: that yeah I'm glad though it wasn't as yucky as I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be like people putting eels inside themselves or something I mean that's a thing isn't it
2: I don't know Gavin. is it
0: I think so hang on
2: (laughs) hang on I'm going to look up
0: eels inside I'm not hopefully I have pictures you keep talking for a second
2: Uh, yeah I just wanted to touch on that because I thought it'd be a funny light way of looking at something that you know that stopped us from recording for the last few months um which it was and i think the weirdest one really was for me out of all of those was the guy who had all the money because i don't understand why he put four thousand dollars worth of coins in his stomach that not that what? i'm saying not that i'm saying i can understand pouring concrete into my bottom um you know i i don't understand that either but um you know whatever floats your boat but uh Maybe it was like a mafia hit, you know, instead of like concrete shoes, they just thought, well, if we filled his bottom with concrete, he'll sink and sleep with the fishes.
0: I, I suppose so. Um Okay. In the late seventeen hundreds, wealthy oh, wealthy Brit Britons used electric eels to get their kicks. See this I... was wasn't what I was looking for, but I found something else.
2: Oh god.
0: According to a Weird and Wonderful New Book, the Georgian something, exotic animals in 18th century London, connoisseurs of an erotic would cram into a darkened room to feel eels. Electric spark course through their bodies to get their jollies.
2: So they put them up their bottom and got electrified?
0: No, I think they just felt them with their
2: hands. Oh, that's not too bad. It's like us licking batteries when we were kids. Um, I suppose so, but back then they didn't have batteries. They needed electric eels, so you know, loads of kids in a, like a Victorian school. Oh, come on, lick this eel! Yeah. The book
0: also reveals a rather stomach-churning, waxy brown substance called civet, which is basically the secretion from a civet cat's anal glands. What? Georgians used the pretty icky substance as perfume, wig powders, and snuff
2: they sniffed it yeah oh that's div- you smell divine what are you wearing cat's Ke- anal gland it's cat's anal glands new from Febushay
0: <laughs> so there Kira- you go I Kira- feel at
2: you you can imagine Kira Knightley on the advert for that new cat's anal gland for women that's amazing so ladies and gentlemen that was World of the Strange that was pretty strange but you I think you might have slightly outstranged me at the end there Gav. well done that's right. I, well, I was actually
0: looking for... I typed into Google, "eels in body sexual.
2: I will, of course, let everybody know if they do discover any eyes on my my tumour. <laughs> It'd be a bit weird if they say, yeah, it's got a little beard and little eyes, and it keeps well, asking for you. Our listeners will be the first to know. <laughs> it keeps asking for you.
1: Where is he, Where
0: is-? <laughs> well,
2: oh Well, we, I'm happy to have a third host on the podcast. You know that episode of... Um, the x-files with the freak show where one in the middle of the night one of them sort of a bit like basket case one of them sort of has a little thing growing on it which in the middle of the night detaches itself and goes off and kills people yeah it's like that or what's his name on total recall
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah qual i don't know his name but you know what i mean
0: free boobs sort of i'm thinking
2: free boobs there we go bill what Bill, please take us out of here.
0: Bill, please take us out of here. That's all the time we've got for
1: this week on World of Strange. Next week, though, give me Ira. Hairless pets. Weird. Here, in a world where the sun burns cold, and the wind blows colder, a visitor has come. But not by herself. It started. Come on! The suspense is back. And we have no weapons of any kind? The fear is back. No! Don't look back, Run as fast as you can! No! And most of all, the bitch is back <laughs> alien 3
0: alien 3 1992 after her last encounter ripley crash lands on
2: what fiorona what's it called Fiorona, oh, right. But um, they Fury. just call it Fury 161. Brilliant. A maximum security prison. When a
0: series of strange and deadly events occur shortly after her arrival, Ripley realises that she brought along an unwelcome visitor. This is David Fincher's first film movie. Film movie? First uh, uh, feature debut uh, film movie. I'm saying that again. As a director. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. Um, this was uh, filmed back music to back
2: Chris film back-to-back with critters 3 wasn't it this on <laughs> the same set yeah kit, kit 7 now this
0: movie i again unfortunately listeners generally were very upbeat i didn't really like the film but 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 what i found was absolutely fucking incredible was the making of alien 3 which was generally in a making of movie you get you get like oh this is how it started we had this idea and then we got these storyboards and as you can see from the pictures and, and shit like that this was from the get go yep producer uh, didn't have a script to go oh, David Fincher didn't know what he was doing then David Fincher was mainly about the producers Then it's just like oh my god
2: this is yeah, amazing there's a lot of Did shit behind it? I've seen it before the, I didn't watch it again but I've seen it before and I know it's uh, cool. I read all the the trivia again and there's a lot of stuff that went down this film is, it is a it's bit of a mess unfortunately more interesting the than we- the movie it's the weakest of the alien movies i mean i know you don't like it very much i don't i don't, I don't, I don't mind it um well, i don't remember resurrection it's like it's, that's the fourth one isn't it oh i really enjoy that but oh, i've really? always oh, okay. said i've always right. maintained that i compare the alien quadrilogy you know aside from all the new alien movies the first there are four Alien movies like, are exactly the same for me as the, the lethal weapon movies in that the second one is my my favorite well, I'm
0: a, a big fan of Lethal Weapon 1, but
2: okay. But Lethal Weapon 2 is my favourite. Okay. Then the first one, I got a lot of love for the original. The fourth one, what a great comeback for both, of the, both series of films. But the third one is the one that I, every time I watch it, it grows on me a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's Lethal Weapon series and the Alien series. So I don't know why, it's just the same comparison for me. But and sir,
0: you blick.
2: You blick. You blick. But, um yeah it grows on me every time and uh, it grows on me a little bit more Mark Williams our friend Mark um, agrees here he said it grows on him a little bit more each time as well and I really aliens free no my the tumor in my throat grows on me a little bit more each time.
0: Well, alien? Just stop <laughs> making fucking jokes with Christmas crackers, <laughs> won't you? Right. Anyway, Alien Free. What well, he?
2: Alien Free grows on, on me, and he no, said the same thing.
0: No. See, I, without knowing anything about it whatsoever, it's again the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. Not knowing that he's going to go on to be an actor, basically. Not knowing that this movie is kind of known as having a lot of trouble production. Just watching it, I had issues with things like I didn't feel there's a massive, a real bond to the story that i wanted to follow i didn't feel you know pushing with it and another problem i had was the geography in the movie i didn't know where anyone was and i didn't really care at any point it's like it all kind of looks the same it's all dark it's very huge it's uh, yeah. i don't know there's something in it which wasn't right now and what it comes down to is that they didn't really have a proper finished script yeah. and they'd already started making sets and gone through two directors before david fincher came in
2: which is ridiculous re- Ridiculous. There are, there are several different versions of the film as well, aren't there? There's the assembly cut, and then there's the dog cut, and it's just lots of different cuts. And uh, yeah, um, I think everybody who was on this movie learned, you know, they they learned a lot. And I think the main thing, really, is that what we've learned from this film is that Lance Henriksen will do anything for money. No,
0: no, no. That's so true. <laughs> he, he did his part before a favor, but um, he didn't know that they were going to.
2: I think I'm joking Lance Henriksen is great and he, I only say that because that's something we've mentioned he, in, he did in past a
0: favour to Walter Hill and obviously you know who Walter Hill is Walter Hill yep. a very that's... prolific person obviously like the Warriors stuff like that Oh, and 48 Hours <laughs> um, but but Henriksen still says to this day that he dislikes the film for its nihilistic themes yeah
2: so Courtney Miva said she would only do this film if she got killed off Um, But originally it wasn't even going to be
0: Sigourney Weaver It wasn't going to be Ripley It was going to be Michael Bean's character
2: There also weren't going to be At one point there weren't going to be any aliens in it at one point Uh, Another point it was going to be on Earth
0: Well originally um, Ridley Scott said that he wanted to come back on But he wanted to do The more story of it um the origin sort of story when they said water hill said that's too expensive but he went on obviously to do it in
2: 2012 Pr- with prometheus. prometheus yeah um yeah which is a better movie than this it's a lot of and the funny thing is this film came out a year after critters 3 the, the film we reviewed earlier in this episode okay um and obviously the production is hugely vastly different on this movie to the last film but it just goes to show you in in within two years two different films can come out um masses of films really and the Alien 3 is a mess of a film there are a lot of ideas thrown in a blender
0: well the fact that they made this giant foundry place and it took 12 weeks to construct it with like um the production getting behind schedule because they would work in 6 to 8 weeks at 14 hour days 14 mm. hour days at making a set and they trying to keep on schedule without actually having a script they had an idea for it, and all of a sudden the producers came to me one day and went, Um I know you said that you wanted to do that, but what we're thinking is, what if we had one of them was a, a prisoner, and maybe it's actually set in a prison, and it's completely changing what they'd originally signed off on, and it's, it's just like, enough. for fuck's sake, what? it's... Oh. The trouble with producers, quite often, like execs this is, not actual film production producers, exec producers, they have this they have this thing where they have to try and have an ego thing where they have to try and up the other person regardless they just say words regardless of the consequence of actually the impact to the story, do you know what I'm saying?
2: I feel like this was the f- the start of that period where producers did fuck up um, the movie industry for quite a while, probably about 20 years. And
0: they they, they throw something in, they, they got something next that might be even their peer or something, they're like oh, and it could be a prisoner, and they go yeah, they like, yeah, Yo, a prisoner, and they're like yeah, nice, that made me look good. Hang on, you just fucked up the whole movie. Yeah, you, you just said it for no reason.
2: Saying. Yeah, exactly, I, I agree. Um, Dear, it, it's what? frustrating what i like about this film and although it is my my you know for me again the weakest of the four original alien movies what i like about it is i do kind of like the setting in, in a way it's still an isolated setting but i like the hostility of an all-male cast apart from sigourney which adds that you know that intimidation um and i, I love the cast individually you know although they're all a bunch of bold mainly white guys um there are a few guys in there that I really stand out. We'll get into that when we go into, to go into our little mini-review. Yeah. Um, and I really love Sigourney in this film. I love her look. I love how controversial it was for her to shave her head in 1992. Um, well, it, ha- it happened again with, with Natalie Portman for Viva Vendetta, and it's happened here and there with actresses. But well, she
0: was quite happy. Of- they were in a meeting, and David Fincher just went... Uh... Things. Sigourney, he wasn't really saying it's keeping quite quiet. Then also got suddenly He said, Oh, what do you think? And she, he went, Maybe Ripley should have a bald head. And she just liked the way he was just very much kind of kind of a rebel kind of outlet sort of thing. But it's quite funny, after production, initial production, Sigourney said that she'd only come back um, and shave her head again if she got triple her pay or like some. Yeah, big. it
2: was something big like that, and, and they they did a skull cap instead, didn't they? Yeah, it was going to be forty grand
0: for her to come back to do one scene, and um, she um, they decided to spend seventeen grand on a skull cap, which was hand sewn, like. It uh, had day. little She's bits of hair on that, yeah. that's how wig makers are anyway. They spend that, that's their job. They will sit there at their house, just got a no, factory, whatever, you know, workshops. Just doing it by each one, each one, each one. But this was like a very more detailed, and um yeah, you can't tell the difference. But at the same no, time, it's can. just like seventeen grand. What, what scene was it? that though? She had to come back for. Um, I can't remember. It was remember. the. It was a scene at right at the end where she's up climbing up a. Uh, oh, she's climbing up the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was that, I think is that that one scene. I think that was it. Yeah. And it's just like. You could have got away with that. You should have just fucking done it a bit of her face and not the whole head or something.
2: I think it's just what, what it does, uh, just very briefly for me on a little weird tangent, is when when a woman can shave her head like her or Natalie Portman, you've got to be very brave to do that as a woman because it's weird, sexist. All. Yeah, and she looks great. Natalie Portman is great. It really emphasises... In the society we live in it's a weird thing in some ways for women to have a shaved head it's not normal i use quotation marks but you know it was a big thing in 92 for her to do it she did it and fair play to her she looks amazing and i think scorny weaver is very beautiful um A very beautiful woman in very sort of an amazonian way she's very tall and very athletic looking but yeah she's got a great face and and even in like you know in aliens um you know in the beginning of this when they sort of whack her on the table in like a vest and pants and stuff she's just this gorgeous woman and these guys are all blown away aren't they they're just like
0: yeah
2: what is this we'll get into that in a moment though let's have a quick chat about fincher though first movie he went on to do all right for himself didn't he Yeah, David Fincher,
0: you would know David Fincher from the likes of Fight
2: Club. Seven. Seven. Gone Girl. Gone Girl's a great movie. I only saw that a couple of years ago and that's a really, really good film. Um, I think Seven, for me, is his best film, uh, especially if we're talking horror. Uh, Fight Club's obviously phenomenal. Um, but I think 7 is the one for you me like,
0: Do you like Zodiac? I find it quite I
2: find very it boring very,
0: long. Yeah.
2: very boring. I didn't, It's I a didn't shame really...
0: because it should be good It's a shame there's I... like a cut of it which is a lot tighter
2: I actually watched it again about a year ago And it's Just really slow s- It's
0: okay if you've got
2: that time to kill You're
0: like, hey, I'm going to watch something slow and you know that it's going to be slow but it's a very slow movie
2: I liked it the second time more because I knew what I was in for but I still found it quite boring
0: It's rumoured for World War
2: Z too um, he did Panic Room as well that's uh, not
0: World War Z2 that's actually you know that's a, almost a possibility because it's uh, it's Plan B Brad um, Pitt's production company
2: yeah but it keeps getting cancelled doesn't it oh really he did um, he did um, Panic Room which is a pretty underrated movie I think pretty decent um, Benjamin Button yeah, Girl but with the I saw
0: Panic Room last year
2: Girl with the dragon tattoo, social network. So you know, after this, he went on and did some great things.
0: I oh, I really liked the girl with dragon tattoo. I've, I've got seen, cur- I've not seen the foreign ones, but I really liked it with Daniel Craig. Guys, this when we eventually terrible. get to uh, huh? Terrible film. Oh
2: really? Yeah. What? They're doing a, they're doing the second one soon without what? Daniel Craig Why and do without- you think it's terrible film. Um, didn't need to be done. I think the, the original three. Uh, were...
0: See, I haven't. I've got the. I've got the box set. My uh, sister-in-law, Sarah, if you're listening, um, uh, gave me the box set, and I've not seen the first three. Foreign. You
2: games. should watch those, and I wouldn't bother. It's the same with Let the Right One In, and then they remade the. Well, I really like it. I'm a bit of a Daniel Craig fan, and yeah, it goes I mean, into my. murder, all right, murder but... when we get to doing murder
0: mysteries, which be was going to be my bo- birthday podcast uh, uh, choice. The, the girl with the dragon tattoo will be amongst the list of
2: murder mystery films the first one is, is phenomenal uh, the remakes not bad but it's, it's pointless and okay like I was gonna say to me I compare that to let the right one in and let me in didn't need to be done it just was like a, a an English language version of a film that didn't need to be made okay um, anyway,
0: um, let's get back on track. Um, yeah, Fincher, so his, his guy who came lot, did a lot of music videos and things. But anyway, he's pretty much just fucking said that oh, I want to be the same to this movie now. Uh,
2: a lot of people do. Well, let's have a quick chat about the cast, very briefly. We've got, obviously, Sigourney Weaver, who we've chatted a lot about, and we will chat a lot about Charles it. Dance. Charles Dance is great in this. He's such a British guy, isn't he? So great. Yeah. Um, really good in this. He bones, Bones Sigourney. He does indeed. Really quickly. So we'll get to that in a bit. But they just, he just, she's like, he attracted to me and he's like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Done. Done and dusted. Um, we got um, Paul McGann, one of the famous McGann brothers, um, who's who I've met, weirdly, as a very small child, apparently. When I was a kid, my uncle knew or probably still knows the McGanns. And I went around his house when I was about two. I didn't know that at the time, though, did I? told about it years later uh, we've got Brian Glover in it as well um, oh, Random trivia from you there
0: um, okay I don't you the truth I don't really know many of these people oh Brian Glover basically he's uh, all
2: I know him from is um, Teddy in bags. the Slaughtered Lamb oh Teddy Teabag as well oh yeah but Slaughtered Lamb he's in the Slaughtered Lamb as well so you people
0: made would know him me. Oh, no, he doesn't say you made me miss he's, you made he's me the, miss he's just talking about the animo
2: go straight off the path um also uh we got miss we got ralph brown a lot of people would know ralph brown who why i don't know him ralph brown he oh, for me up. my favorite role from him is wayne's world 2 uh where he's like we beat him to death with his own shoes oh that dude <laughs> he's really really funny we've now lied cumberland carrot he's <laughs> he's absolutely hilarious but he's a really good actor and uh you know, a lot of TV stuff. He no turns up the odd film here and there. Uh, we've also got... Um, there's one other person as well. Pete Apostle, wait. Yeah, who I've met as well. Uh, he is oh, in I've Jurassic... him. He's in Jurassic Park 2. Oh, now, he is
0: in Jurassic Park 2. He's a very, very
2: famous British actor. Now, I was in the pub when I was about 19 with my besties. Oh, I- and he's in Romeo and Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You would see him in a lot of films. Now I was in. It was in a local pub in Bristol. I was about nineteen. So He's we're talking dead. about twenty years ago. Yeah, that's right. he is dead. Um, about twenty years ago, I was in a pub in Bristol, a pub that is opposite the on the same street and opposite the um, Old Vic, which is a very very famous theatre in Bristol. And I was sat having a drink with my my two mates, Rob and Dave. And uh, I looked over and I thought. Dear God, that looks like Pete Postlethwaite sat at the bar, and he sat there by himself, reading a newspaper, by himself, having a drink. Back when you could smoke in the pub, he was having a cigarette. He died of cancer, unfortunately. Um, so he's having a cigarette <laughs> at the Don't pub. do smoke, children. And I said to Robin, Dave, I think that is Pete Postlethwaite, and they went, I think it is, and I said. And at that, I think it was around about the time, I've got a feeling it was around about the time Dresser Part Two was that, I'm not, I can't quite remember how old I was or anything, but there was a film that he'd been in recently. He was also in Dragon Heart. I remember him being in that, that movie with Sean Connery as the voice of a dragon. But anyway, um, and I went up to him and I said, excuse me, are you? And he went, I am, Pete Puzzlewight, indeed I am, yes. Straight away. And I thought, bloody hell. I went. Oh, I'm I'm a big fan. He went. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. He put his hand out. He folded up his paper very neatly, and he shook my hand. He said, "Well, thank you very much." And he said, "What are you up to today?" And I said, "Oh, I'm uh, just having a few drinks with my friends." I said, "What are you doing in Bristol?" And he said, "Oh, I'm just across the road in the in the the uh, the old Vic. If you if you want to come over and uh, see my play, well, he said something along those lines." And I was like, "Well, thank you. I might well." And we sort of chinked our glasses together. And I said, well, that' lovely. And I walked off and I sat down. Did Do you and not he, buy him a drink? No, no, no. And I sat down, looked at Rob and Dave, and he just, he just nodded at me with a smile on his face and then unfolded his newspaper in a very dramatic way and carried on reading the newspaper. And I just, <laughs> I just thought, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> you didn't go to see his play? I didn't go and see his, play. but I did see Jurassic Part Two, and I did see Dragon Slayer, and I did see Alien Three. Not Dragon Slayer, Dragon Heart, and Alien Three. And I've seen a shitload of movies that he's in. He turns up in loads of films. You'd yeah, know him. He's in absolutes.
0: Yeah, but he probably wanted you to like, like go watch his his proper, his proper Fesbian acting. He was,
2: he was in Inception as well. He was in The Town, Clash of the Titans, Solomon Kane, The Omen, The Remake, Eon Flux. I
0: didn't mind the remake of The Omen mm-hmm. actually.
2: Yeah, it was all right. Uh, yeah, he's been in an absolute ton of stuff, like you said, Romeo and Juliet, Dragon Heart, um, so many, many films. He was in Lovejoy, we'll, we'll be pleased to hear. Casualty, uh, um, anyway,
0: we're off topic, topic now, yeah, we are, we are. But great cast what? in this film, Aliens Free. What's going on? What's happening?
2: What's happening, Gav? So we start off with the 20th century Fox, and then it goes a bit, which I thought was quite good. Sigourney's name's first up, but what did you notice the difference between this and Alien 1 and 2 with the lo- with the credits no the Alien logo doesn't appear in pieces like the other two. oh ok just kind of says Alien 3 or Alien Cube or whatever you want
0: to say it they'd, they'd already given up in the credit sequence
2: they were like oh fuck it just, who knows just who just knows his- yeah I was disappointed with that but anyway we get shots of Ripley in Stasis
0: the first cut of this movie is three hours I know imagine that you'd hate that
2: oh um, god Shots of Ripley in stasis, so she's cryogenically frozen. We get little shots of the face hugger, or is it? We can't quite tell. It's so quick. Some acid blood dripping. Um, an X-ray of the face huggers, which the acid blood sets off a smoke alarm. Then we see something cracking, or we hear a noise of something cracking, like a chest burster. While all oh, while the credits are opening, um, the escape pods get launched and they get fired off to Fury One Six One, which is this prison planet. Um, and they're found by a bunch of bald blokes hmm. bald blokes and a dog and uh we get our first jump scare which is where <laughs> it didn't make me jump at all really which <laughs> is where one of them crawls in um and says oh this one's alive and then the oxygen mask falls down and i think you're supposed to think that that's a face hugger because they did that in alien 2 didn't they yeah. And the dead when the dead one fell from the ceiling, the dead face Edgar didn't make. Mo- yep, this uh, one.
0: This whole movie does feel really sloppy. I
2: think uh, it's, so,
0: and it's a mixture of many, many things in this, but it does have that kind of laziness to it. Now, so, bear in
2: mind, listeners, I am going to be defending this movie. I'm
0: not. Well, already. That, Gav's, Gav's
2: not in on it, and a lot of people aren't. I know me and a few of the listeners. really yeah,
0: are. Alien and aliens are fucking clinged to oh, see. I'm the, that, glued that is the problem. to the that screen. Is the problem. We're this movie, up. like forty minutes into it, and I'm still fucking alive.
2: We're following up um, one of the best science fiction horrors and one of the best science fiction horror action films of all time here. So yeah. it's got it's got a lot right. You know, it can it cannot. It's not going to live up to it, but there are good things, and we will we will, we will talk about those. So. We find out straight away they've killed off Newt. Newt's dead. She's dead. Hicks is dead. He was impaled in his sleep. Bishop Michael Bean smashed wasn't Hicks. happy about that. He wasn't happy, was he? Right. He was going to sue them, wasn't he? I think Michael Bean's a bit of a dick. No, sorry. He was going to sue them for um, trying to use his face. So that's like, use different yeah. shots.
0: And then, then he's like, well, if I'd known David Fincher was going to go on to be David Fincher, I'd have said to him, like, you know, put me in uh, some more of your movies, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, no,
2: no, no. They, 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 also, really. I was like, yeah, also, you shouldn't be such a dick. They paid him about $5,000 so they could use his photo. And he said, if I'd have known that, I'd have been in the movie briefly. If I was going to get that much just for my photo, I was like, yeah, dude, you dick. I think, yeah,
0: I really think the was a dick. Also, also I've a well, podcast and I thought it was very rude to his girlfriend. Anyway
2: while we're just briefly talking about aliens i just want to give because this happened in our hiatus a very big rest in peace to bill paxton yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah that was a very sad thing that happened in our five five months off anyway yeah rest in, rest in peace bill game over man game over it really was his game over it really is anyway we go come back so um ripley has indeed brought something back with her um it's a face echo. the dog sees it straight away Uh, we quickly find out we're on a prison planet with a load of horrible men who are rapists murderers child molesters thieves at one point tried to
0: rape
2: one of them does later on yes Um, there's a dog on the planet as well music score when it happens it's fucking appalling (laughs) We'll, we'll come to the rape scene in a moment because I've got a little comment to make about a piece of clothing that's worn during the, the attempted rape. So Brian Glover, a.k.a. The, um, the man from The Slaughtered Lamb, he is quite clearly the leader. He's a superintendent and he announces to everybody, this is what's happened. Some pods have, ali- uh, have arrived. There's one person alive on it. It's a woman. They all go nuts, don't they? Because they've all found religion... You yeah know, and so I've not someone seen a woman for years um, but he says don't worry a rescue team is on their way they'll be here in a few weeks to pick her up um, now because we're all rapists she basically needs to stay in the infirmary um, she needs security if she's to kind of walk around anywhere but she probably shouldn't Charles dance mr. British himself is her doctor he is the doctor so he wakes her up um, he gives her a little cocktail of my own. My own invention, as he says several times. What the fuck's in that cocktail? I don't know, but gave her a little conk. <laughs> oh, he did. What I love here is her bloodshot eye. She goes completely against like that Hollywood beautiful stereotype. She is an action star. She's got a shaved head later on in the film. She's got one of her eyes is completely bloodshot for quite a lot of the film. She looks great. I think um, she's got this cough she's got a sore throat where she's obviously we don't know at this point but later on we find out she's been
0: it, it's, a, it's a good progressive look for her from the other movies definitely. it's great isn't it she's yeah, yeah. very very it does you know, work
2: Yeah. she's been through a lot yeah yeah um, Charles Dance says to her, look, none of these men have seen a woman in years he even then under his breath says and neither have I for that matter neither no have I they've all got barcodes on the back of the head because they're prisoners nice little touch I think um, she gets I a do. She gets a quick tour of the foundry, um, where they work. Um, Ripley says, like, I need to check the ship. She checks the ship, and what does she see? She sees a little mark, a little acid mark, doesn't she?
0: She does indeed.
2: She wants to then, and this is a scene that really made a lot of audience members uncomfortable, unfortunately yeah she, she goes let's have an autopsy on this child
0: quickly well, well it was actually cut because there was a lot of uh, gory scenes in this movie which were really fucking cut because it even made the people who were there even the, the people who made the uh, special effects like feel sick um, and there was apparently a very bad really gnarly scene of chop, cutting up the, uh, the prosthetic body of the uh, kid and, and obviously it was cut because it's cutting up a kid
2: the only bit that really made me sort of flinch a bit was when he sort of rips open the rib cage, and you hear like all this cracking.
0: I've always uh, hated that. There's what movies is it? You really get and you get it. Oh, in horrible! Isn't it? Rib cage. It's always like one of those things. Like, oh god, there's a movie. Does it actually? Have you seen the autopsy of Jane Doe?
2: I haven't. It's on my list.
0: Yeah, I saw that over Christmas. Um, I've heard that's very good. That's quite it's got some real close-up gross stuff yeah it's it's not a bad movie it's okay actually towards the end of I quite enjoyed it actually yeah
2: so they couldn't bring back um, is it Karen Karen I can't remember her name now who plays Newt Um, so they had to use a model and a very good model actually it looked a lot like her why couldn't uh, they bring uh, her back uh, she was too old right this was years after aliens and she was just true, a lot older bur- and this true. is set you could
0: get a, you could, I suppose the well, this money is, this they is spent you could probably week. cast for a double
2: couldn't you well this is set only a week or two after aliens so okay. it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been in any sense if she was suddenly a woman you know um, no,
0: obviously not but I'm saying you could cast for someone like to be a double for her.
2: so while we're doing this autopsy scene and Ripley's saying, you know, I'm looking for a possible contagion, and Charles Dance very suspicious. She's saying it's cholera, you know, something like that. Um, while we're, while that's happening, we're seeing that one of the dogs has uh, seemingly been infected. His face is all torn up, and his master's sort of like, you know, what's wrong with you? Why? What's? What have you got into? Why are you all sick and lying down? Bit weird. We know why that is in a moment.
0: Almost, it's almost a bit of a thing throwback.
2: It's a bit of a... Yeah, I suppose it's actually, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, up until this point, the aliens had only infected humans, so this is quite interesting. In one of the original scripts, this dog was going to be an ox. An ox? Yeah, as in a big cow. Yes, I know what an ox is. Why would they... They said, no, this wouldn't make sense. And I agree, why the fuck would they have a fucking ox on a giant foundry prison out in the middle of space? Yeah, that's shit. Anyway, Ripley says, let's cremate the bodies, um, and the superintendent doesn't like it, he, he's, get, he's interfering, what's going on, you know, I, I don't agree with this. He announces, look, there's 25 prisoners on this planet, on this prison, there's thieves, rapists, child molesters and murderers, you need to do what I say for your safety. And this is where we start to see the religious theme come in quite heavily. So a lot of these guys, to sort of atone for their sins, start to find God. Um, He eventually agrees to cremate these, the bodies, because Charles Dance says, look, when this rescue team arrives, if there is cholera, even though cholera has been extinct for thousands of years, or whatever it is at this point, it's not going to look good for you as a superintendent so he said, like, all right bloody hell let's burn the bodies so they they do incinerate all the bodies and they do a big religious ceremony and while that's going on this is where the dog has its little baby isn't it yes um and this is where you find out that ripley's got a connection to the alien because as the the, the alien bursts out of the dog she has a little nosebleed um it's quite interesting actually that she spoiler alert here but fuck it um, she has the queen inside her because it's quite an interesting way of her linking in she's been involved with these aliens for years now or films so it's pretty cool that, that she shares some kind of weird telepathic link with them I think personally this is one of the things I like about the film you might you might not I don't know no, okay. Charles Dance says you need to shave your head at this point because we've got a terrible problem with lice on this planet weird alright she does that again it was a big thing at the time And she goes into the lunchroom. The men aren't very pleased with her. That's weirdly for a bunch of rapists. They're not very pleased to see a woman, are they? Is that a bad thing to say? I'm not sure. I probably shouldn't have said that. But um, she's like, she sits down and starts shouting to Dylan. Dylan's one of our main men. Um, Charles Dutton plays him. She says, hello, my name's Ripley. He says, you don't want to know me, lady. I am a murderer and a rapist of women. Straight <laughs> in I've, there. And I've written here, not a great chat line. <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> but then she comes back with, well, I must make you very nervous then.
0: She, um, Yeah, she wasn't phased by it, so you got to give her that at least.
2: Yeah. So she has lunch and then she goes off and fucks Charles Dance. Is that as you do? Are you attracted to me?
0: Are you, child- are you asking me that?
2: Yeah. Uh, no, well, sorry, not no.
0: without your beard, no
2: okay no she says to Charles Dance, you chat to me and he's like uh, 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 what are you looking for in the dead bodies <laughs> keeps trying to change the subject she's like well I'm just asking you know it's been a while for you it's been a while for me and they just have a bog don't they
0: indeed do you know Charles Dutton oh yeah was convicted of manslaughter and served a seven year sentence
2: in real life Mhm. what did he do I don't know. <laughs> Brilliant. <That's a> great, <laughs> great story there. Fantastic story. Well, while they're bonking, when you get this a lot in this film, well, one nice thing's happening. Something terrible's happening. So we've had like, you know, we've had the autopsy, with something else happening. We've had um, the dog having a gross bursting alien come out of it while they do the cremation. And now we've got the bonking's going on. But while the bonking's going on, we've got that guy that falls into the fan he sees something in the little ventilation shaft and he thinks it's Spike the Rottweiler it ain't and the alien jumps out attacks him and he falls into the fan and he splats everywhere and yeah. we get a little call over the radio so Charles Dance is just literally pulling up his pants I think after that,
0: that scene was okay actually that, that killing scene
2: it's not too bad was it mm. he falls down I like the investigation of it when they're sort of looking into it yeah that, that's okay as well Charles, yeah. Charles Dance sort of says well there's his boot over there and I and mean, they know. think
0: obviously he's just he's just falling into fan as an accident. But he says,
2: but then Charles Dance says, but the fan was blowing, so he would not have been sucked into the fan, which is quite cool. He sort of works it all out, and he sees the acid marks as well. Yep. Um, this is about the time now where um, Ripley wants to access the flight recorder. She's like, I need to see what happened, uh, you know, to us while we were in suspended animation. And they say, well, the only way you can do that is is through Bishop, because uh, so we don't have any technology like that here um so she goes off to find bishop yeah this this bit really reminds me of star wars where Chewie picks up c-3po when he's all in pieces okay <laughs> i don't know i don't know if it's just me but um she goes to the dump yard and as soon as she went here i remembered. it i felt a horrible feeling in my stomach that reminded me something bad happens when she goes to the junkyard and this is the bit where your music comes in isn't it
0: it's a rape scene
2: yeah well the attempted rape attempted rape um,
0: yeah um, it, uh, it's just uh, the, the score was fucking appalling at this point what was the score
2: I don't remember it Is it was like actually, it like industrial
0: yeah and it kind of reminded me of um, what's the John Carpenter movie Planet of the Vampires no what's it what's it called uh, you know the one
2: I mean Planet of the Vampires or John Carpenter
0: I'm making that name up
2: like, I mean, that sounds like a great film.
0: Is that a Mario Bava
2: film? I think it might be. Yeah, it's a really... Yeah, it is, because we covered it in our Mario Bava 2 parter Planet of the Vampires. <laughs> really weird film. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, no, um, Go on Mars.
2: Oh, you're talking um, about that one?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, God, that film. Ice Cube is in that one as well.
0: That that's the film I'm thinking of but it reminds well, me of the score of Ghosts of Mars which is really quite bad and very industrial but just quite bad
2: well the, the rapists and murderers really show the true colours in this scene because she's just coming on to find her dead friend well dead android friend show you true colours that's now, why I love you well it's probably not a good idea to sing that because I'm about to use the phrase rape goggles <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't really sing that song okay you know what I mean by rape goggles, don't you? Not really, no. that guy, the guy that sort of bends her over the railing, or the other's holder, he gets on his goggles, his special rape goggles.
0: Oh, he does put his goggles on, yeah. And he
2: goes, Rah! Very Mad Max, very... Why are you wearing goggles to do this, mate? Is it to cover, protect his eyes from spillages, or splashes? I'm not sure. It's not great. But he puts them on anyway. But luckily, thank God for Dylan, Charles Dutton, convicted murderer or something in mm-hmm. real life he comes along and he beats the living shit out of them with a pipe and he says to but you, you hop on I've got to re-educate some of the brothers and uh yeah he, uh, he beats the living shit into them yeah so while that's happening she's sort of taking uh, Bishop back and starts plugging him in and we get another alien attack now um, so one of the guys gets really... The alien in this movie, the difference I think, is that it's a look, bit more bitey, isn't it? It bites a bit more. Yeah. And it really sort of looks like it's actually eating people. Because we get that scene, this, this scene now, where it sort of attacks that guy, starts biting into him, and the other two guys see him. Um, in fact, there's only one survivor at the end of it. He's the guy that ends up in the prison hospital. He keeps talking about a dragon i saw a dragon there's a dragon but they all think he's the one that murdered the other ones he's absolutely covered in their blood their heads a lot of headshots in this film
0: headshots, mean, in,
2: as in the alien's mouth launching into the head of the body of the good the prisoner yeah
0: the, the the uh the close-up shots of the, uh, the alien were pretty good um, i really like those bits but the cgi bits when it's long shots of them running along were so shit they were kind of really really, really green big. tone i watched it on blu-ray as well and they're like green really bad
2: tone. yeah really bad i agree with you um luckily they didn't use very much cgi but it was very very bad and it's just the beginnings of towards, cgi towards towards the end
0: they used it quite a lot and it it's, came up as so green it's like oh man that's
2: yeah, and this is did. this is night too so you know, the best CGI we were seeing about this time is probably Terminator Two. Um which again looks dated now, but it still, you know, was great at the time. But this yeah, it did look a little unfortunately look a bit shit. But the ups like you say, the, the puppeteering and the actual the animatronics or the person in a suit, all of that still was great. There was a couple of scenes where it like curls his lips back, yeah. or sort of turns its head and looks at you. Brilliant. Real hands, all of that. Very, very good. Yeah um it was just a real shame i'll tell you what what really did look good though and i was very surprised by this and i didn't know this until this watch of it was that lance Henriksen couldn't although he obviously filmed the final scenes he didn't actually i always thought he was involved in the scene where she puts bishop back together however that was entirely an animatronic um really really well done no, I, I thought that was animatronic I didn't know that I assumed it was just amazing makeup uh, I can kind of job. see it a bit more now but it was very good like his eyes are moving and he sort of the way they matched it up to him obviously he recorded the you know the, the track Yeah, um, but really really good and I really like that and he sort of Tells her what happened in, in the. So she, she plugs him in and says, "Like, L- what happened while we were asleep?" And he says, "An alien got in." You do have a proper bishop turn up, don't you? Later on, we do later on. That's really cool, I think, as well. And again, something else I really like about this this film that we we see. Yeah, we're, it's, okay. it's okay. We're introduced to Wayland Yutani and we'll get into that again later on. But I really like that this Which film is does quite not.
0: good actually. Um, watching, um, hearing that name come up after watching Prometheus. Now it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, you start to see the links.
2: Yeah. Um, so she finds out. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff went down while they were all asleep. He asks her just unplug me. I'm fucked. I'm I'm done. I'm obsolete. So she does. She then tries to explain to Brian Glover, the superintendent, that there's an alien aboard. Obviously, he doesn't believe her. She says, "What what, what weapons do you have?" And he's like, "We're a bloody prison. We don't have anything other than axes and knives." um <laughs> I love this bit where she says, "Well, then we're fucked." And he stands up. He says, "No." You're fucked. <laughs> um, and this is where her cough really sort of kicks off now, so she gets put in the infirmary as well. And they bring in the prisoner that saw the dragon in a straitjacket, and he's, he sort of gives her the whole speech about everyone going to die. Charles Dance tells a very sad story about being addicted to morphine and accidentally killing 11 patients in one night. Whoops. Fucking shitman. <laughs> I was taking a sip of wine while you said that. <laughs> Fucking Shipman! It is a bit hard, Shipman. Basically, he Dr. He, Death. he did like a thirty-hour shift, didn't he? And went out to celebrate that he'd finished the shift. Got smashed, and then they were like, "Oh, there's been a massive like explosion. Loads of people have been brought in." And he's like, "Fuck! I've got to go back to work, smashed." And he killed eleven of them because he. What gave...
0: about
2: Shipman? Oh, no, no. Shipman just killed about hundred people because he was mental. Yes. Um, no, he gave them all the wrong dosages. Charles Dance and killed them. All.
0: Shipman was that kind of that had a kind of look at him. He's one of those sort of beards. He's one of those
2: guys you don't really trust. I really want them to re- to make a movie of that.
0: How Shipman?
2: <laughs> yeah, Doctor Death. Doctor Death. We we um we did the ho- we did him for our World of the Strange, didn't we, on our Doctor Death. We did episode. It. Yeah, we we covered him. I should say. We, we did um, Doctor Giggles and we did The Reanimator, and then for our Word of the Strange, we talked about Harold Shipman. Oh, yeah, we
0: did. That was got a good Doctor was a a Combo,
2: of, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, we, we had Andy on that one, I think. That was a good little episode. I think we did. We did. Um, yes, so we. Charles Dance tells his story, and just like Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea, he makes this very epic speech, and then suddenly the alien kills him just like the shark does to Samuel in Deep Blue Sea. Yes. Uh, quite unexpected, I guess, if it's the first time you've seen it, because Charles Dance is a big name. You wouldn't expect him to die this and early it was on. It kind of a shame you
0: didn't need to do that, and I think it kind of made it a bit like, oh, okay.
2: Well, it all really ramps up from now on, because um, we then cut to the superintendent, Brian Glover, telling everyone about what's happened, and then he gets killed literally seconds after Charles Dance and he gets taken up into the ceiling. Um, I kind of wanted him to like say alright I I understand I was wrong but he doesn't get a chance because he just gets taken up into the ceiling. Um, <laughs> that poor guy mopping up the blood in the cafeteria a few minutes later in a different scene you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like, ooh, and he keeps looking up into the hole in the ceiling, like, I wouldn't be underneath that fucking hole. There's an alien living up there, a dragon living up there. Um, So they try and figure out, who's going to be in charge. You know, our numbers are going down here. Uh, They sort of vote for Ripley, in a way. Um, She's like, oh, I don't know. And Then they vote for um, Ralph Brown. Who plays Aaron, but he's got a nickname and I can't remember what his nickname is in this. He's got a funny nickname, they keep calling him, and he doesn't like it. Do you remember? No. It's like it's like A5 or something. I can't remember what it is now, but they keep calling it. But she says, Ripley says, look, these I've seen these before, but these ones move differently. And I wonder I don't know if this is because it came out of a dog. Um, but she says this one moves differently. But one thing I know is that they're always afraid of fire um they all start going nuts and blaming ripley and that one guy's like well i think we should just go ahead and shove it through the fucking wall kind of a bit much really um but they realize that the ventilation shafts are a good way of flushing it out using the toxic waste disposal so they've got a toxic waste dump which is got six feet walls and uh, they get a plan together to flush the alien out get it into there and then melt it with all the toxic waste so it starts going really really well um, you know, the, the men sort of cleaning everything out and getting everything ready. However, one of them gets attacked by the alien, causes a giant explosion. Probably the biggest fuck up you'll ever see in a science fiction plan because they had it all set ready to go. And then there's a massive explosion, all the sprinters come on, they're all running around, people are getting killed. And then we cut to a scene where Charles Dutton says, Well, oh, that's 10 of our men killed. <laughs> 10. Men, fucking hell! So we're down to about six people left. It's ridiculous. Um, Rippity decides she needs a, um, a scan, and she goes and has a scan.
0: What do they find?
2: What do they find, Gav?
0: Find a little, a little critter. Well, not actually not
2: a critter, because that's the other movie. No, not a critter.
0: Find a little alien. Inside of us.
2: I really like Ralph Brown in this you scene. You kind of right? knew
0: this though. Earlier, the alien sniffed at her and she, she was cool.
2: Oh, we've got to talk about that classic image where she's bald headed. She's sort of facing us yeah, with her eyes shut. And
0: you've got the little alien comes out of mouth. Oh. It's
2: great. Isn't that a great?
0: I just did it with my tongue, but nobody can see that because it's a podcast. You've got to be honest.
2: That, that is.
0: That's oh, a brilliant scene. It's very iconic, actually, for the it movie. It is, for, for this think, film. Because you think of it as like one of the other movies, and it's like, oh, no, can't be because she's got no hair. It's like, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah no, this is. If, if you were going to say, what's your one post? or image of a- the Alien movies. I'm looking at it now. It would be this. Yeah, it's a really, really good image, actually. Um, but I really love Ralph Brown. When Vaseline
0: dro- coming off the, uh, off the teeth.
2: <sighs> KY jelly in <isn't> it. <sighs> yeah, I really like this scene where Ralph Brown's like, oh, it looks horrible. And she's like, what does it look like? And he's like, oh, terrible. You wouldn't want to see it. She's like, well, take, take a still image of it. He's like, oh, you don't want me to. And he really, really doesn't want her to see it. So in the end, he does. And she sees it. And she sees it. Like, it's the queen because it's got a bit of a crown, hasn't it? Like a a different head. Um, This is where she decides, because she's a fucking hero, that she does not want the rescue team to come because A, the company and what happened to her in Aliens and B, if it gets back to Earth, ugh, the Earth is fucked. Um, She figures out she might be immune to it so she goes looking for it. I really like this this scene where she goes down into the, the basement, into the boiler room. Mm-hmm. It's dark, it's wet. There's pipes everywhere that look like the alien's head. Uh, we get a couple of fake-outs. One of them where she smashes a pipe and a load of cockroaches come out. We see the real alien, but it just doesn't kill her. And this is where she says, it won't kill me, it doesn't kill me. because, And that's because she's carrying the Queen. So she says, like, I want you to kill me. Um... Dutton, Charles Dutton, Dylan. He says, I'll kill you after we've killed it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we get Whalen Jutani arriving. Um, This is the first, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the first time we've heard that company name. Do we hear it in Aliens? I don't think so, no. I think they're just called The Company up until this film. I'm not sure. I feel like i feel like this is the first time we hear it but they obviously they want the life form they don't care about the prisoners we realize that we're in a lead work so ripley comes up with a plan let's drown it in hot lead now this again same year ish but reminds me a lot of terminator 2 we end up with a lot of liquid metal for the final scene i don't know um just a weird comparison maybe the alien movies the Terminator movies some of the best science fiction action movies out there so I don't know maybe I'm just drawing that comparison but probably sorry about that now this is where the CGI alien really comes into full effect it's terrible <laughs> a lot of point of view shots um...
0: yeah they're not about bad it's so, like um, they were watching a cinema photographer and he, he he had like this sort of fairly basic cam sort of thing and then he had to do a twist and go around the corner from to the next corner so the camera does a whole flip upside down and they're just like that's
2: amazing I've never seen that well, like when it, yeah because it's like on the ceiling, isn't it and then yeah, it and goes like, I've never down. seen that happen before and it's like it's not that amazing <laughs> but I suppose but maybe I at suppose the point that,
0: that time in 90,
2: 90 maybe it was yeah I suppose so it
0: probably would have been but I guess cameras have got smaller so yeah
2: the thing with the yeah, Alien movies, it's always, it's always less is more, isn't it? And, and this film, they try to show it too much with the CGI aliens. Because yeah. even in Aliens, when, there's that one amazing scene where she, somebody looks up in the ventilation shaft and you see about six aliens crawling along. Yeah. They're, all, they're all people in outfits, but that looks incredible. You, you could have got away with doing something like that in this movie. Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: but I, there's really only one alien in this, isn't
2: there? Yeah, there really is. The dog alien, the dog person. So yeah. you
0: got, like, one alien in the alien. Then aliens, there's more.
2: Yeah, there's shitloads of aliens yeah, in it. and then
0: A- this one, it, it kind of felt like, well, I understand you can't just have, like, an army of them, but it just felt kind of boring or something that, that it's just going back to having one. Well,
2: this one was more about alien, uh, Ripley's, um, for me, it's more about Ripley's bond or her... Her ties to, yes. to the Zetamorph. She's got one in her anyway. She's never going to be a mum. You know, she's kind of, you know, she. Even at the end, uh, a Bishop, the real Bishop, says to her, "You could still have a life. You could still be a mother." She's she's kind of accepted that's never going to happen. This is the closest she's going to get to being a mum. But she's having this inside her. You know. Yeah. Um, so for me, this this film is more about her legacy and I I suspect that they thought this would probably be the last alien movie really considering she dies at the end of it no no, no you know no spoiler but yeah probably um I don't know great line here where somebody shouts hey fuckface come and get me um they're all trying to get the aliens yeah close up the different doors I quite like this scene it's quite tense some of the doors don't work properly um a really weird scene in the middle of it where someone's got a pair of scissors and that guy says oh whoa whoa what are you doing you don't hold scissors like that. You hold them like this. You're gonna get someone killed. It's like, dude, there's a fucking xenomorph running around, and you're worried about the way this guy's holding scissors. Well done. Um, Safety first. So we get lot always. Don't run with the scissors. That's mental. We get loads of men dying now. They get they get they're all getting taken out. And while while that's happening, we keep seeing more and more shots of the company, the whaling utani company arriving. That she starts speaking someone says where is Lieutenant Ripley and Ralph Brain says well oh, she's down at the lead works she's determined to kill it um the alien seems to be dragging the bodies off I, I noticed at this point it, it feels more like an animal in this one it, it 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 kills you and then it drags you around the corner and eats you a bit do you know what it I mean it's more like an a- animal more, yeah I don't know if it's because it's come out of the dog again, yeah, but anyway to cut a long story short um their plan is to lure it into the lead works pour molten lead onto it which will instantly kill it therefore that's the end of it ripley kind of is quite happy to die because she knows she's got one in her they say that weyland yutani will save her she doesn't really believe that and she's right because weyland yutani turn up and they try and persuade her you know we can operate on you it's fine don't worry about it now i really like this bit where they pour the lead in Just before they do that, Dylan is in there and he starts to have a literally have a fist fight with the alien.
1: Yeah.
2: Really, as as a younger kid, I suppose, I really got grossed out by this scene because of the noises you hear of it attacking him and him going, Is that all you got? Give me your best shot. Come on, you motherfucker. Kind of reminds me of um,
0: uh, Dog Soldiers
2: he's like you can... yeah it does maybe dog soldiers actually I think they probably would have referenced that a bit because he's saying give me all you got come on bite me harder it's fucking horrible that bit Yeah. they pour the lead in uh, but it still jumps out of the lead just like Terminator all shiny and metallic great little moment where they're like hit the sprinklers you know cold water and hot lead completely shatters the alien you yutani trying you know you know take the the alien out of her but she dives into the lead um the alien bursts out of her chest she grabs it in midair there's a very i don't know what you'd call it like a not religious shot but like a scene of her sort of falling slow motion she seems to fall for about a million years
0: and they, they were really conscious of the fact that um uh terminator 2 was about to come out and it had someone falling into. Um, what did what they fall into in terms of
2: Like more now
0: Yeah, they were very really conscious of that. It hadn't actually come out, but they were aware of it. Um, so I need the vacation. They had to funk it up a little bit more, so what did they
2: do? Your eyes, I know where they leak. Oh, that's what he says at the end, isn't it? I know where your eyes leak sometimes. Oh, well, that's quite sweet
0: anyway what happens though to funk it up what they do what happens with Sigourney she falls down or
2: the alien bursts out she grabs it she falls in yeah. done and dusted really Yeah. and we get um, just the one prisoner survived not even Ralph Brown because he got shot by the company just some random prisoner in a straitjacket survives no one's going to believe him no and then we get that final the black box recording this is Lieutenant Ripley blah 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 blah. And she sort of says you know i see it really it's a bit of a the last five minutes is a bit funny and a bit very rushed.
0: Yes. Abs- well, they were reshoots re- 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 after it wasn't working. So this is why this movie is quite a mess. And I apologise that I've kind of kept quiet in this. But I have i don't have a massive, a lot of love for the movie. I don't have a lot of things to say about it, really.
2: Uh, and I think this is one that is a real 50-50. And I think the people that do like it, like myself, and and De- Dean and Mark and people like that, they we will really, really defend this movie. But we also understand why some people don't like this film. Um, personally, for me, I can see there's a million good ideas. So I can see that somewhere in there, there's a great movie. Yeah, That's maybe why I missed, love it.
0: It's been messed around. It's too many cooks spoil the broth, basically. Yeah, Messed I around think it, too many times.
2: Out of the four original movies, it's the one that feels like that the most, isn't it? At least Absolutely. the four, at least Resurrection has got a just straightforward story. I, I going. can't.
0: I, you know what I mean? I don't know anything of Resurrection Four. It's a great film.
2: Okay, come to that next year. Well, I hope next
0: year that I get down to it a bit better.
2: Alien Three, I give it a thumbs up. Okay, I'll give it a thumbs down. Yeah.
0: Mm, that's two thumbs down for a show. I feel really shit that. Everyone hasn't heard us for ages, and when we come back, or even first-time listeners, and I'm just like, thumbs
2: down, thumbs down. I feel bad. To be fair, though, Gav, Critters 3, come on. I'm more excited for the next episode. We'll, we'll come to that in a bit, but Critters 3, I agree with you. Alien 3, you were going to give it, you know, one or the other, because it is one of those ones. Yeah. I got a lot of love for this film. Well, um, I'm glad you, do. you wanted to. you wanted to. It, I appreciate it's got a lot of flaws, but i do love its roughness and its flaws
0: i thoroughly enjoyed the making of um it's on youtube um if you don't from this review you've not seen it and you don't really fancy it because maybe listening to my fucking negative you know chatting away about it it doesn't really appeal to you You think okay maybe i won't bother Watch the making of for an it's, a, it's like sixty minutes. It's on YouTube. It's not a very great copy, but it's on YouTube or it's on the extras on the DVD or the Blu-ray. Um, and the making of I found fascinating. It's so much more fascinating than the actual
2: movie. Yeah, there's a lot went into this. Even if you click, if you go to, if you just got half an hour to spare on IMDb, if you go to trivia on Alien Three, there's a hundred and eight um paragraphs um and it's very interesting and that alone you know I just read that over half an hour yeah um and that that was very interesting um alone gives you a lot of insight um a lot of the stuff in this um David Tuhi so I'm just skimming skimming through it now do you remember do you know who David Tuhi is no he directed Pitch Black okay So he got a lot a lot of his ideas were put into this film but not not all of them and he ended up thinking i'm gonna make my own fucking alien film and he ended up going to make pitch black which i think is a great film um hr geiger um submitted a lot of ideas some of them he didn't he didn't like the way they interpreted some of his ideas he he liked some of them there's loads of stuff in this film they got changed loads of ideas that came in and went yeah it's crazy like some of the some of the wacky ideas that people willing to go with one of the one of the titles for it was like alien final solution and things like that it's just crazy that this film could have been could have been so many different things and this is what we got really uh, you know uh, the worst of the four alien films definitely Um, but not in my opinion a a very very shit film just slightly weaker film but better than better than Critters 3 (laughs) yes indeed um
0: and yeah, you know that's that's this this episode's films. Um, I've got nothing more to say on this, have you? No. Let's get on to some music. Right, let's get, get some, it. get some music on. Right, let's get out of here. We we'll come back in a minute. Yeah.
2: All right.
0: Hello, and we are back again. Uh, this is our music now. Um, I don't want to be. Uh, 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 you know, boosting up my own stuff but at the same time, I'm going to and pimping my own shit. But um, as we're away, obviously, I said uh, I made an album. Now, a couple episodes ago, I did actually have a song on. Um, do you remember a song? I do remember that. It, it, I I think the song's a bit shit. Um, what was it called? That song, I can't remember what it's called. And I was going to include that in the album after. It's after we went and saw John combs I got quite inspired to uh, make that subgenre of electronic music which is classed as synthwave, and um, I got quite into doing that. And I made that song, and it's not a very good song. It's not even going to be on the album because I don't think it's very good. Um, so um, I made a whole new album of different types of songs. It's kind of like, okay, Dan, imagine there's like a big sex party going on yeah uh, I'm, a, I'm already
2: imagining it. I'm already okay, imagining. Shut so, you know, your eyes. Okay. Uh... There's a big sex party going on in the mansion. Is it like the sex party Fright Night 2? Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. But it's hosted by Kraftwerk. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Germans, you know. Um, brilliant. <laughs> sorry for our German listeners. And um, Guten tag. Um Yes. And they've invited DJ Shadow. Oh, yeah. John Carpenter. Craft oh, um And sorry. And Daft Punk. Oh, Yeah. And at some point, there was funk thrown all over the place. Funk or spunk? Funk. Funk in people's faces. Funk everywhere. Got you. And um, this Love Child was made. And basically, it was uh, my album. Love Child. That's the only way I can describe it, because all the songs are quite different.
2: So I listened to this song we're about to listen to. It's Um, a new
0: name as well, isn't it? Abstract 85.
2: And I said, it is, and I said that this song is very much in the vein of movies like Drive, um, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, I I won't say any more. I'll let you introduce it. I'm going to put the album
0: on iTunes. I'm going to do an album sampler and um, I'm sure a couple more songs will pop up. But I... I don't want to fool people into being like, oh, it's like John Carpenter. If you like John Carpenter, you like it. Yeah, possibly, but there's, there's, the songs have, all have sort of different feels to them. Some are actually quite happy songs. One of them seems not poppy, but it's a lot more sort of almost sort of commercial to my other stuff. It's just weird. I, I don't know what the fuck was going on when I wrote all this music. But anyway, this yeah. song is called The Ghost Song, and it's um, inspired by Elijah, my son. Um, it's a song of John Carpenter's on his first Lost Themes album, which... Elijah would always say in the car let's listen to the ghost song and, like, what? and I'd have to play this John Carpenter song over and over and over and over and Aww. over, which is kind of cool at the same time though, it's kind of wearing it out so I said to him, look, I, I, I'll write you a song and it'll actually be called the ghost song Okay? so when he gets in the car now he wants to listen to the song that I made him that's cool Hmm. Uh, anyway this is the ghost song by Abstract85 god that sounds so fucking pretentious alright yeah check it out
2: that was episode 43 of the podcast on haunted hill it's been a long time five months obviously we've explained where we've been it's been a weird five months for us both but what, you five months? what can we do well you wrote an album
0: oh yeah i did
2: um uh, i got fatter because i couldn't do any physical activity in other words i wasn't able to do any kickboxing or anything like that an so nice lots experience. of stuff's happened in five months. Um, but I got skinnier. I lost two stone. You did get skinnier, you bastard. But it's come back, yeah, but it's come back again. Maybe I'll get skinnier now.
0: Alice said it's nice to see me back again. I'm sure she said you look like a heroin addict. I'm sure she,
2: she did said- look a bit like Trainspotting 2 at one point. Mm. Um, we just want to say, obviously, a genuine thank you to everybody for... You know, putting up with our absence and keeping the conversation going um, on the Facebook group. Um, Thank you very much. It, it's been phenomenal. And the support we've got from you guys has and been keeping great.
0: Keeping the Facebook page alive. Um, I appreciate it. And 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 our little Twitter account. We don't do it that often. I'm not massive Twitter. Is that haunted or Twitter? At haunted, Should I say at, Twitter?
2: At Haunted Podcast. That's us, that, isn't it? At haunted Podcast.
0: If you're on Twitter, um, um, I do try to link things here and there, but I'm not very good at it facebook is our is our more communal thing we we do
2: you guys have been very very supportive although you may not have known most of you what's been happening behind the scenes you know it's been great that you've not questioned it and you've just said "Do you know take your time do what you need to do thank you five months is a
0: really long time so most times if you have a podcast and they don't do anything for like a few months. You kind of get bored, and I'm sure yeah. there's going to there's eh, there's quite a possibility we may have left lost some listeners who just don't like, okay. Well, I'm going to take them off my subscriber feed or whatever. You know,
2: it's possible. Which is understandable, but at the same time, just me posting up a week or so ago that we were about to record in a week, a lot of people me- messaging, commenting, supporting. So I'm I'm you know our regulars are there, and hopefully we'll we'll be back to where we were. We need to own a pub and have. Records. We're gonna we're going to be we're going to be um, a bit more regular as well I think talking of regulars I think with our casting um, we can't promise anything but we're hoping to be twice a month moving forward Um, so you might look at two episodes a month um, you know uh we we hope we just want to give some shout outs real quick um to a few people that commented on gav posted up earlier on today as we record the day of recording um so we just want to say thanks to the guys that have commented here we've got kate pollock dean martin holly mitchell josh myers darren wilson uh matthew tangent rachel elizabeth uh myron schmidt Rob Doyle, but not just you guys, everybody else. It's been, you know And everybody
0: um, that liked it like that just liked that post.
2: Everybody that liked that, everybody who's part of Legion Podcast, everybody who is a podcaster or a listener, anybody who's just basically bared with us for the last five months. Thank you for so much guys. Really does mean a lot to us. We are gonna be doing another uh mug uh House on Honored Hill mug extravaganza aren't we like we did just before this shit kicked off
0: yeah and because I I think pretty much the day I did the promo for the mug um, that was the day then shit started going down
2: and I didn't even get one for
0: myself I didn't get one I forgot all about it because my head was not there
2: well I forgot about it until Kate Pollock came up to me at work drinking her coffee out of a house on a Hill mug and I thought where the fuck did you get that from So I want a mug as well. So oh, yes. House on Haunted Hill though. No, just the mug. You said a house on Haunted Hill mug. Is that what I said? I meant the podcast. I meant the podcast. But anyway. Um we are gonna do this probably in about a week's time, guys. Um so we're looking at the very end of April.
0: And if it, it's not out, I've
2: forgotten, but yes. I'll give him a kick up the arse. Please but we do. want we want to do it so that you guys, if you still want to buy a mug... If you
0: want a mug, you can get one, you know.
2: Right okay. around payday. day Most people should be paid towards the end of the month, fingers I, crossed. if you want
0: to, obviously. And we don't... We, to be honest, we don't really make, I think... Because um, you can do these do these things, and you can put a, a cap to it as how much it is, and you get a profit back on the t-shirts. We got a little bit back, and it, it goes all to the podcast. It doesn't go into me and Dan's pocket in the slightest because we've still got the website um, for the podcast <clears throat> and um, for the the mugs. I think it was pence. It was probably, maybe ten twenty p. And and to be know.
2: fair, and to be fair with the t-shirts, I mean I own three of the ten t-shirts we sold. <laughs> Well, Alice has got one that she wears in bed, and I've got two. Um, so we could probably be doing with the T-shirt run again at some point in the future.
0: Yeah, it, it's good, because I did not enjoy doing this with the T-shirts. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the print, actually, in making it. And it's quite interesting. But, but the mugs, if anyone, you know, you tea and coffee drinkers, or even
2: hot chocolate drinkers. Yeah, you can listen to us and sip out of your mug while you're, you know, listening to our dulcet tones
0: i've i've actually oh, that was a brilliant segue for my birthday charlie who you know charlie who used to do who's a, our runner on shadow death he is insane and i love him charlie absolutely is insane um he gave me for my birthday you can't even see it why am i showing this to the microphone he gave me a <laughs> robo oh i saw that
2: no that was the brilliant.
0: Mug, which is basically Robocop's face um which is a brilliant segue isn't it
2: it is before we do segue though didn't you get another mug for your birthday
0: oh i did get a mug for my birthday i got a big trouble, little china mug from a mr daniel bone
2: oh yeah that's good but yes a good segue because we are going to crack right back on next episode with what we promised to do five months ago which is robocop and terminator we are we're still keeping with these sort of industrial robotic
0: tendencies of the 80s movies
2: yeah we said we're gonna do it it was a vote back in the day we put a little listeners vote out and this came in um number two after the gene wilder one we did our gene wilder one was the last episode we ever did so episode 44 which hopefully we'll be recording in the next two weeks and i guarantee you i'll
0: be slightly more enthusiastic
2: because these two films are fucking incredible and i think robocop for me is the film that got me into the gory what's, horror
0: movies what's better Robocop versus Terminator what's better I mean
2: movie? personally I think Robocop's my favourite out of the two it's a hard one but I'm my heart is with Robocop I'm gonna say
0: Robocop it's quotable I it's, saw Robocop not long ago where Terminator has not seen for fun. a long time but it's got Schwarzenegger it's a great movie it's though, got it's 80 Schwarzenegger eight, early hey buddy, 80 Schwarzenegger hey buddy
2: what you got in there a dead cat
0: Fuck you. Oh, man. It's going to be so good. It's going to be good. It's good. There's, there's lots of trivia. It's Oh, and there's, there's another connection as well, isn't it? Terminator and obviously Aliens.
2: Director. Oh, yes, of course. So lots, yes. Of, lots of connections going on here. But we're very excited to be doing that one for episode 44. So yeah. that'll be the episode after that. We're only going to announce the next few episodes. We're going to get back on our feet. We're probably going to do a vote. Mm, around about the episode 45 so in two episodes time maybe get your feedback on two or three episodes that you want us to do
0: well, uh, well I, I said we won't say that we stuff. will i think we're gonna do after that we're gonna jump into shallow aren't we yeah
2: we're gonna get back into talk some
0: talk p- about p- p- genre yeah. and some a couple of certain standout movies of that mm-hmm. italian time um, it's a
2: couple of Italian, a couple of different, two Italian directors. After I sort that,
0: I'd like to do my birthday one, which was going to be the genre. So we're talking about genre of films again, which is murder mysteries. So they're not essentially horror, but the fact there's death in them. And gi- giallos are essentially murder mysteries, but with more gore,
2: actually. Mm-hmm. And women, usually in underwear, getting sliced and diced.
0: Brilliant.
2: By men in leather gloves. Excellent. Um, so yes yeah, so that's what's coming up very excited about that yeah yeah can't wait um, um, I have really enjoyed getting back into it to be honest with you it um,
0: has I was, I was kind of a bit gutted it was this episode and these two movies I'm
2: sorry but it's just what good to get back enthusiasm. to recording well it's just good to be, get, get back to recording I, I was a tiny bit nervous like I said to you just before we pressed record I was a tiny bit nervous just been it's been a while my voice is a little bit shaky jerk off I, I did and I feel fine now cool cool.
0: that's what you did that's like, it's like uh, there's something about Mary isn't it
2: Yep, just get it in your hair, you're good. I
0: actually watched that over Christmas as well.
2: It holds uh, up quite well, doesn't it? Well, no.
0: The the be- <laughs> the, the beginning bit the beginning of the movie with the frank and beans and it gets it caught in a zipper and everyone comes in, like the firemen come in and the guys go, frank and beans, frank and beans. That's absolutely fucking hilarious. Then after that the movie's like, it's just kind of a movie...
2: Don't touch my earphones. Don't
0: touch my ears. It's not It's not as funny as you expect. Anyway, yeah, at least Cavendier has spunk in her
2: hair. At least. What are you saying, at least? I don't know. Listen, people, if you want to find us, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Yep. Podcast on Haunted Hill. You can find us on uh, Facebook under Legion Podcasts. Uh, what's our web address, Gav? Uh, Podcast on Hornet and you can also find us on Legion, the Legion website as well. Uh, um, Twitter at Haunted Podcast. And I, um, we are going to be soon on Stitcher and Podbean once I've got that shit set up. Um, talking of Podbean...
0: I've I'd even asked you to do that. That's
2: yeah, yeah, happy no, happy no. Stuff. I have started getting it set up, but then stuff's got in the way. Um, but... I also want to give a quick shout out to my friend, Ben, who does a podcast called Dog Walker's Diary, Diary of a Dog Walker, who I was very honoured to be interviewed for episode two of. Uh, it was good to hear your voice on a podcast because yes.
0: we had a podcast for so long.
2: Yes, I know. It was odd. I got asked lots of questions about my podcast, as in this podcast, but also about Gav, me, et etc. me up
0: loads. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank
2: you very much. If you want to check him out, you can check him out on uh, his dog walker's diary, or one word, on Podcast. quite D- an interesting podcast. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah. He's got he's got a great dog called Rocky. Um, he's got a beard, and he met me and said, "Look, let's just have a beard. Let's have a few beers and let's have a, let's have a chat." And we did. He set up his mic in the little gazebo outside the pub. Um, it was brilliant his dog went absolutely nuts whenever anybody or any other dog came nearby but we had a really good chat he had, he had to edit out about an hour and a half out of our absolutely nonsensical conversation um, we we ended up going off on massive tangents but the best thing I will say about that, that conversation is that Ben was sent a bottle of wine from Sam Neil himself was he? yeah he got on Twitter when Twitter first sort of kicked off and he's a massive Jurassic uh, Jurassic and Park does
0: Sam Neill have his own wine
2: he does indeed and he commented and said something about did he
0: about, say this in the podcast or are you just telling me this now
2: no I'm telling you this now oh he, okay yeah
0: go
2: on oh he might have said it in the podcast no no no, no, he didn't. Didn't. He no, didn't, no, no he didn't, no. He, didn't no, no. No, he might have done actually but he basically he commented or comment, messaged Sam Neill and Sam Neill sent him a bottle of wine I think he signed it as well what did he message him he said something like I love you I, I really can't remember. Listen to the podcast, The Dog Walkers Diary. That's Diary of his dog. But yeah, he's got his own vineyard and he sent Ben a bottle of wine. Ben, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Here's your shout out, dude. You gave us one on yours as well. That's really cool. Danian thank you.
0: from Omen Free sent him some wine. Amazing.
2: <laughs> I know. Oh, I love Sam Neill. Do you know what? There's a movie right now I'm loving. Um, I've watched it. Have you have some Possession? Uh... I've seen him. I don't know. Fucked
0: up. Sam Neill, early eighties.
2: Let me talk about Sam Neill real quick. So, if you've seen um, what we do in the shadows, yeah, yeah, seen it a bunch of times. Um, So, I've got a new lodger in my house. Her name's Chloe. She'll probably be coming up on the podcast over the next few months. So, she's living in our spare room. And the first couple of weekends of her living here, we realised we were all obsessed with what we do in the shadows. we've, We've watched it probably about three times in three weeks. There's also another movie by the same director called um hunt for the world of people very new movie if anyone hasn't seen it sam neill is in it as a grumpy old git uh who gets stranded out in the middle of the bush in new zealand with a, a little fat kid who they just go on this crazy adventure and it is a, one of the best feel-good movies i've seen in years oh, I've really? Really, i really I, I, I did see
0: it yeah i did hunt, look into hunt into it, for yeah. the
2: Wilder of people really really recommend it um this is the guy who is going on to direct thor 3. um he is real um hot property right now Uh, his name is taiki watiti so it's an islander name he's got a kiwi name and he is he turns up usually in some of his films he's the main vampire in what we do in the shadows um and if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows my god it's the one of the best Everyone horror I've seen. seen it. It's one of the best horror comedies I've seen since probably Brain Dead or American Werewolf in London.
0: sean of the, a very, of the
2: Dead is not very good. I'd say I'd say not in an order, but I'd say four. If you're going to say to somebody here are four great horror comedies: sean of the Dead, What We Do in the Shadows, American Werewolf in London brain dead they are four of the best horror comedies you'll, you'll watch ever and it's a very new film What we Do in the shadows, but anyway t- take your a tt check out hunt for the world of people starring yeah. sam Neil. there's my, my link in my segue and
0: um, my album will be on itunes as well you're gonna put a link up on the facebook page for well, that?
2: It's now. Um, and, and i it's
0: quite funny um being an artist like if I don't sound pretentious and pompous saying myself as an artist because um, uh, I do create stuff I've, most of the time I've always given my shout out for free and I thought this time I was like nope I'm going to put this on iTunes
2: actually and I probably won't sell one copy and we're also, that leads me on to the fact that we're also going to be charging for our podcast soon so if anybody wants to listen to us it will cost you nine ninety nine uh to listen to us wow per joking. episode joking 9.99 per episode we will pay you £9.99 we will to pay you us. to listen to us please listen, listen to us
0: <laughs> please listen to us well how can we say that at the end of the podcast we can't say please listen to us because they've always already been listening to us
2: thank you for listening to us and thank you, for you for listening us,
0: guys we owe you £9.99 just send us an invoice <laughs> to uh, 123 fake
2: street or if you buy a mug we'll call it quits okay works for me okay so look out for that link for the mug look out for some information on the Robocop Terminator episode 44
0: let's get the fuck out of here this has been going on for ages I know we haven't been here for five months but they don't it's... want to hear us for five hours no no, no of course so right, we'll see you guys
2: in a few weeks good it's a good night from you and a good night from Pete Postlethwaite that's a good night from me that's a good night from Leonardo DiCaprio's Oscar good night from a face hugger yes I don't know Um, how I did that sound and it's a good night from I'm lost we should really like
0: script this shit right see you later take it easy guys and we'll be back soon with some robotic people from the 80s
2: (laughs) some robotic people from the 80s (laughs) see you later bye
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast on Haunted Hill. We will be back again real soon.